Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 54 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavisions magazine. Today is October the 4th, 2020. I'm Graham, the production editor of Megavisions. Joining me this week is Scotty Mo Money, Mo Problems, the managing editor for Megavisions. And sadly, Chris won't be joining us this week again. But instead, we have a special guest. We have the Nick Flair. Nick is uh, the former editor and contributor to Sega Addicts and um, a current internet hermit. This is what I have in my show notes. So welcome, Nick. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for stepping up and coming in Chris's stead. How's it going, guys? Having me. Well, brilliant. Th- thank you. Welcome. Yeah. How- how's it going, Nick? How are you doing? Oh, good. Yeah. You know, um, out and about, uh, just pressing the flesh, meeting people, uh, you know, lots and lots of social interaction definitely <laughs> brilliant excellent that's what i like to hear yeah. L- licking door handles and all that stuff that's... Uh, yeah door that's handles really no the uh the escalator handguard you know you, you can, you can <laughs> uh-huh. stay in place and then the whole thing just cycles for you oh, so <laughs> love it love yeah. it nick makes that with the world on a daily basis <laughs> Okay, moving swiftly on from that, Scotty, what have you been up to this week? Yeah, um, well, I want to say thanks again, Nick, for hopping on and also present the viewers, listeners. Uh, Nick is a friend of the site and used to work with Sega Addicts with me and TJ and Brett. Um, He's also indirectly the reason that we play Sonic Shuffle every year on the Dreamcast Marathon. If I knew that, I would have have said no to this. (laughs) God damn you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it's very much like, I th- I don't know how it actually came up. You might remember better than me, Nick, because he genuinely enjoys that game or did, and that was his defense. So he was like, if anyone's familiar with Giant Bomb and their Mario Party streams, he was the Dan Reichert of, of, uh, of Sega Addicts because he was like genuinely <laughs> excited and pro Sonic Shuffle while everyone else was like, kill me now, please. <laughs> what are you talking about? So wow. is that, do you remember how that initially started at all, Nick? Or like where... We- we did the podcast and we were doing our game of the week segments and we kept coming up with games to play. Um, and one week I was like, you know, we should do Sonic shuffle. Like that would be cool. Like how have you guys not done Sonic shuffle yet? And then all of you, like it was, if we were physically together, you would have like thrown garbage at me. Like you guys thought I was joking. And I was like, no, like, come on guys. Like Sonic shuffle. We all love Sonic shuffle, right? Apparently not. Brilliant. Oh, and I think I that came from there was there was some there was some like realization of how patient of a person you are because that game was known for having horrible load times and just not a fair game at all. And 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 either you came to that realization or someone else did because we're like, Nick, I think you're just more patient than us because this is all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is all well, it was just like somebody was like, "What's how how long's an average game?" And I was like, "Oh, just a little, like three, four hours. You know, it's not that big." <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Oh my god, I yeah. I can't I can't uh, really yeah. complain though because I'm well known for having controversial opinions about games. So if you if you enjoy <laughs> it, you crack on, my friend. You crack on. But yeah, I've only yeah. played it properly with people once, and that was at last year's marathon. And oh my god, I yeah, I just. I, th- I think I mentioned it before. I remember turning to Ashley, who was next to me, because a, g- a game came up and we both went, what are we meant to be doing? And then like two seconds later, the game was over. We're like, what just happened? What, what, what's going You're on? You're like, did I win? Was I even yeah. playing? Are we playing the same game? What's happening? All right, round oh two. God. No? 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So, yes. so I guess, oh, yeah, to uh, bring it back to what I've actually been doing, uh, not much really. Update on my PS4 that's the hard drive is either dead or corrupt. Um, I got the parts, but I didn't perform the surgery yet. Uh, okay. So more on that later, uh, I guess, eventually. I just haven't had time to sit down with it. And I guess that shows how important it is that I haven't gotten to my PS4 like reviving it again or whatever but wow. i'm glad you're not a doctor um, actually because imagine if a surgeon was like well we got we got the uh the heart we just you know yeah. <laughs> just give it give us give us a week or two we'll, we'll put it in your husband it's fine <laughs> back burner yeah back burner yeah is it still on ice all right keep it on ice i'll be there in a day or so um <laughs> but no i did i do have a quick pickup i guess it's it's not a new release but uh i finally got a vinyl by the local synth group arcade high um Ooh, see if i can good. that right oh. there um but they mm. i saw them open for the midnight um and i dug them and they didn't actually have any merch then they were like just starting their tour and just starting to do stuff so but i really dig their stuff arcade high and i'll show you guys the vinyl because it's pretty it's a bright like Ooh. nickelodeon orange we'll call it yeah <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah um so yeah, Arcade High is cool. If you guys dig the Midnight or like Time Cop 1985, your name is, I forget. But check them out. Hometown Heroes, Arcade High. That's all I really did or grabbed this week, though. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Um, so for me this week, uh, you've actually just reminded me, so I had to put it in the notes. Uh, so after last week's episode, I listened to Twerp for the first time properly. Um, I feel like I had heard of them, but I never really listened to them video um, froze for me so i'm probably interrupting you i'm sorry sorry what was that <laughs> whoa i said i asked you what you thought and if you listened to the hit and then your video froze as i was talking so i probably interrupted you i'm sorry yeah i think you froze for me but that's fine don't worry we'll, we'll, we'll power through that's fine we'll get through this um yeah so yeah i watched the video that you sent me and then i also listened to a load of it on spotify um really enjoyed it really dug it my kind of music uh hell yeah, yeah. Gonna, gonna listen to more of it so uh yeah yeah i think you've you've got it you've added a new fan to their list so, nice well done. twerp well done is you. amazing um yeah, really, nick have you yeah. ever heard of twerp twrp is short for tupperware remix party no interesting that's okay um yeah. are you familiar with the band ninja sex party can't say that i am <laughs> it's uh one half of game grumps danny it's his band oh, his ninja okay, sex okay. party and um they Essentially, the backing band for Ninja Sex Party is Twerp, and they have this amazing theatrical show that uh, these personalities, like, they all have crazy costumes, and essentially their story is, like, they join from opposite ends of the universe to form this rock band, and uh, there's a guy that's, like, half lion, half man. Uh, the main singer, or the main frontman, Dr. Sung, has a huge cone on his head and, like, rope lights and, like, very well-done costumes overall, but they have this whole persona, and I, I told Graham initially, like, it's going to sound super pretentious, but it's one of those bands where if you listen to them, you can't really gauge whether or not you like them because you have to see them live. Like, you have to experience their show. It's so ridiculous. Like, even if you don't care for their music, still their show is a great time where they, like, after they finish their set, they'll come back for the encore on hoverboards and, like, ridiculous stuff like that. Um, uh, there's nunchucks involved. There's keytars involved. Um, all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. That sounds really fun. Yeah, I, I'm digging their music though. I feel like as a gamer, just the music kind of just hits home almost. Like, uh, yeah, like I can yeah. feel it very much. The game, what do you call it? Uh, 
influence the influence from like gaming and stuff anyway yeah and also i can't get the 80s vibe as well which i'm all about so love it oh Um, yeah they they said in a random tweet recently because one of their albums was released and someone was talking about something else but basically they're they adapted their aesthetic from the box art of uh blank vhs tapes that you would use to record things on like the rainbowy sci-fi aesthetic like they use that (laughs) as their main like theme overall starting out it's so weird to think about that but those things had a weird aesthetic to them so but i'm very happy that you actually checked them out and and you dug them yeah i do this you know know, i'm always buying games that chris recommends and stuff and yeah yeah you pretty much buy or download something each week that we tell you about so you're going to be broke in like another month yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I'm not going to have any savings from this lockdown, that's for sure. Um, speaking oh, of which, no. that moves me onto my pickups this week. So um, I picked up a few games, but technically two of them I picked up using one of the services on Xbox. So I finally subscribed to EA Play through Xbox because um, I really wanted to play Unravel 2. And also I was really interested in A Way Out. And like A Way Out uh, on its own is like £25 and Unravel 2 was about £20, £25. But for an annual subscription to EA Play, it was £20. So I'm like, I'd almost be stupid not to do this. So I did that. And then, I kid you not, literally the next day, I got an email from Microsoft saying, great news, anybody who subscribes to uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate also gets EA Play for free. And I was just like, oh, oh damn it. <laughs> like, <so laughs> Do they refund you? Like, can you? So I did put out a tweet sort of joking about it because even though I'm just like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. At the end of the day, I've mm. spent 20 quid. I'm not overly bothered. It's not like I've spent 500 quid on like another game right. console or something. Um, so... And then, then someone else, um, I think it's actually from uh, Sonic Stadium, Gavi. Um, I'm pretty sure he's from, over from Sonic Stadium. He actually replied to my tweet sort of saying that, don't worry, if you've, if you've already subscribed to EA Play, you actually kind of get that added onto your Game Pass Ultimate. So you kind of get four months extra free or something on Game Pass oh, Ultimate. Wow. So that's the way they've it. worked it. So, yeah, and Microsoft has sort of said, yeah, and if you, if you don't want Game Pass Ultimate, I mean, it's awesome, so why wouldn't you? But if you don't want to pay for the Game Pass Ultimate... You can just pay for EA Play like on its own if you really want to. Uh, but if you're already a subscriber to either of them, you kind of basically you you get the the money added on for free or months for free. So they've done it in a really good way, I think. So mm. makes sense. Yeah. It was it's just kind of funny that this was like for, for like the last couple of years, I'm just like I don't really want to get EA Play. I'm not sure about this. And then like funny, it's like I'm going to do it. And then it's just like not God damn it. Oh, man. But um, so I played a bit of Unravel 2. Uh, really good, really fun co-op multiplayer. Very chilled, but just kind of entertaining. Um, if you've never played it. And A Way Out. Have you guys ever heard of A Way Out? Yes. Fun. Yes, I have. Excellent. Have you played it? I have, but I, I think I keep getting it confused with um, that PS4 exclusive where you're two dudes. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Never mind. Maybe I so, am thinking yeah. of that game. Yeah, a Way Out, you are... You are yeah you're two prison basically two prisoners like you're in jail and you kind of have to escape jail and go on the run but it's a it's the game designed to be co-op only and the game is at home it's split screen so you see um like both players playing at the same time but one person might be in a cut scene one person might be doing something and like it's really well done i'm really impressed with it i mean the graphics visually it's 
not the best looking game, but it's fine. Uh, but I was really impressed with how it was, how it actually works out and plays. Um, I was playing oh. it with Kate though, and she was not enjoying it as a game. She was just like, oh, "What's going?" <laughs> like she just, she just didn't like the brutality. It's kind of quite rough because it's like prison life, and you know you're getting sort of you know uh, stabbed. I actually and stuff think and... Scotty would like it a lot. Yeah. Oh, really? You might do. Yeah, I, I think it's really good. I think I got it confused with Days Gone. Um... Because okay. I kept thinking it was only called Way Out, and I kept thinking Way Out, Days Gone, like these two worded games that are maybe they came out roughly the same time or something. Maybe. Um, um, why do you think I would like it, Nick? It's it's the the game's cinematic direction is a lot like a movie, mm-hmm. and it's kind of as opposed to a buddy cop, it's like a buddy prisoner movie. Like these mm-hmm. guys trying to escape prison and going on hijinks, <clears throat> and there's bits where you kind of. Uh, can take a break from it and just do stupid stuff like that, play chess mm-hmm. with each other or like okay. darts or whatever. And it's it's fun little things. Um, and they have like back and forth dialogue. It's 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 great. Hmm. Yeah, it's I'm actually okay. really impressed. With, and I don't know if it's on works like this on PlayStation at all, but I know on Xbox, if you've got a friend, for example, who's got an Xbox but doesn't have the game, they can still play the game with you. Because it's designed for co-op, they've done it in a way that you can do game like friend sharing with the game. So if I've got the game, I can go come and join my game, and I'll send you an invite, and you can literally play the game with me. Um, mm. huh. Yeah, I which... think I want to say that they did do that with all ways that you can play it because it is co-op required essentially. Mm-hmm. So I I, be- I I feel pretty confident that they did that so that they wouldn't like deter people from oh you have to buy whatever. It's like yeah. DS cart sharing, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or something almost. yeah. I, I didn't know if the PlayStation's capable of that. I assume it is, but I, I uh, to... they tried for a real hard time to do the share my controller mode and all that bullshit, and that oh was horrible. God. But so hopefully this okay. is outside of that. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah, um, but yeah. So yeah, but so I switched to Unravel Two to play with Kate, and she enjoyed that game a lot more. It's a, definitely a better game for her. Um, but then I also picked up something else which I kind of already own, but I picked up on another console. And I, that is a surprise for later, though. So it's actually going to be my pick of the week this week. Uh, so you oh. guys probably know, because if, if you scroll down our outline, you'll see it. But I if you haven't, don't scroll I did, down. But maybe I didn't. Okay, um, brilliant. Can I make a quick co-op recommendation? Please do. Actually, two, because I know your girlfriend's not into video games. One of them, uh, if you haven't already played Overcooked, that's a pretty fun, goofy. Okay, it could go one of two ways because you could you could end up fighting as a result of the game, um, or uh, but uh, the same playstyle almost. Uh, the game Moving Out is a lot of fun. Oh, um, never that one just got on Switch, and Rachel and I have, have been enjoying it. I think she's having more fun with it than I am, honestly, which is weird because i just get frustrated that we don't get things accomplished <laughs> um but overcooked is a really good time i know nick knows that game um we we've tried that with a couple different couples rachel and i have and it would usually end up this is nick you'll know what i'm talking about but anyone that knows the game it's essentially a cooking game where there if there's four people playing there's five tasks to be done if there's two people oh. playing there's three tasks to be done so you have to balance and multitask but Whenever things are definitely going south and it's like the last five seconds, no matter where I am, I will try to grab the fire extinguisher and just fire it and rotate my character. <laughs> like, this is panic mode, whatever. We're not going to beat this level. Let me just spin around like oh, wow. an idiot. That sounds okay. like you. That sounds cool. I've yeah. watched a lot of Hell's Kitchen, so I'm sure I can handle this. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's, yeah. Gordon Ramsay's in it. He pops in every now and again. He's not in that show, but, or is he? I don't know. I don't care. No, yeah, he is. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> his show. 
<laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so Nick, buddy, yeah. welcome. And what have you been up to this week? Uh, it's been uh, the same week as every week. One week. <laughs> lockdown, pretty much. I mean, um, I'm kind of, uh, Scotty knows this, I'm kind of really invested in my work. So for a long time, um, you know, living in San Francisco, I had like a long commute to my office, work long days, would commute. Oh, yeah. So I was pretty much wake up, drive in, work, drive home. Mm-hmm eat sleep so i had literally no time so uh, the positive sides of lockdown is i've been able to do get back into a lot of things that i've left off um cooking being one uh fitness um and you know more relevantly a lot of video games and podcasting um but even though i've been at home it's funny because the game that i've been playing most is like the gordon ramsay mobile game actually oh really which is wow. like i think that, that was a good yeah. thing oh well it's it's just like restaurant dash where you just run around and make the dishes and stuff but gordon right. ramsay actually has voice clips in the game Jesus. oh wow and it's so funny like i don't know why but I, i'm really i'm really into it um and it's it's just like a minute to two minutes um each uh level and they have like actual dishes and different oh, wow. con uh yeah Is yeah Restaurant Dash. Yes, yeah, yeah, Dash. Gordon Ramsay. I love that his name is part of the title of the game. Restaurant Dash. Gordon Ramsay. Oh, it's kind of like the Kim Kardashian experience. Oh, like, God. like they attach you know celebrities to games. Well, I've told my it. story. <laughs> I've told my story about the Kim Kardashian game already to yes, Scotty. Yes, you have. <laughs> so we, we won't go into that. Um, but yeah, um, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um, the <laughs> the uh, yeah the big thing I've been getting back to like I watched that Nintendo Switch Direct thing a few weeks ago and saw some of those games. Um, they've got Fitness Boxing Two, um, which I'm excited for. Um, you know, just it's the Fitness Boxing as uh, as is on the Switch has been a big part of my fitness routine. Mm. Just doing like 45 minute sessions every other day. Hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see what they add for the second one. I mean, even if it's just like new routines, it'll be fine. Um, I definitely yeah. get my money's worth out of it. Um, and they they put up a showcase for a game that I forgot about, Empire of Sin, which is by Paradox, I can... um, who, who made XCOM. Oh, uh, so okay, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's like XCOM, but set in the 1920s during Prohibition with like gangsters. Mm. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm really excited for that, um, and that's going to be out December, so looking forward to that. Um, as far as like things that I've bought, I actually just last night bought Rock of Ages 2. Uh, I already had it on PC. Um, and... <laughs> I love that game so much. <laughs> so, so here's the thing, right? So I was playing with um, someone, and we were playing online, and we were trying to figure out games, and all we had in common at the time were like Overcooked, which we've played a lot, um, Super Smash Brothers, which we've played a lot, Mario Kart, and we we're just looking through the online. And Rock of Ages Two is on sale, and our old podcast buddy L reviewed Rock of Ages Two for Sega Addicts, and she kept telling me like, "You got to play this game. It's it's great. It's silly." Yeah, she loved and it. And I'm like, "Yeah." So I installed it. I, like I bought it installed it um just to see what was going on i didn't do the tutorial so i walked into the game with the worst way possible and this other person had never heard of the game so it's just like 
you know, we're, we're firing it up and I'm like, what is happening? What is going on? <laughs> we got our ass beat by computers. Oh, oh God, man. Yeah. Yeah, blind leading the blind. That is one game yeah. I'd say you do need a tutorial for. Like, uh, but the tutorial yeah, mission's well, actually done quite well when you actually do it. I think. Okay, perfect. Because I think we might we we might go back to it, but we were just like, "What is happening? I don't understand." <laughs> um, yeah, other mobile game like Among Us, which is also on PC. You know, I I, I don't need to talk about yeah, it. Pretty sure. much anybody who's in the game sphere knows what's going on with Among Us. It is and, the Fall Guys, uh, which is the Fallout, Fortnite, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's cute. It's fun. Um, I like Lion Games, so I think that pretty much anybody, you know, you, you'd be a hoot to play with, Scotty, I think. I think uh, I could, it, but you have to have a good group for that. Like, it's it's the same yeah. way if you, like, it, it's the same way with, like, it could be night and day doing a D&D campaign. If you have a good dungeon master or one that just can't get into character, just, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I was playing with some friends recently, one who's in the UK, and um, we were going around, and I, I didn't know the game at all, so I was like, hey man, buddy system, like, let's go, let's do the thing, and we're talking, and I was like, yeah, you know, my friend Will, he's he's drunk, and so I trust him, and he's my good buddy, and as I'm saying this out loud, he kills me. And, <laughs> and like I have to, I had to immediately mute my microphone because I was on voice chat with some other people because I just yelled at the top of my lungs. I was furious because he, uh, the, the audacity of him to kill me while I'm talking about how much I trust him. <laughs> so um, oh, wow. it's that. And like I said, I uh, had, sorry, I didn't realize we could do visuals. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I've been going back to focusing on cooking, so I actually picked up a fancy kitchen oh. knife. Ooh! Oh, wow! Uh, shiny. Well, for the and... audio listeners, Nick just brandished a very shiny, sheep-looking knife. That's yeah, what yeah. straight out of the sheath. Yeah. And this one actually came in in the mail. Ooh, like, wow, that looks like is a little a Rambo. Knife? Like, yeah, that looks like this a survival like a... knife, like a little really. Yeah, it is. It is a survival knife. Okay. I just got. Yeah, I subscribed to a. Uh, one of those monthly fancy boxes and um they sent that so i just wait they now. send you a knife every month no they don't send me a knife every month so it's okay. it's <laughs> like um it's a box of curated goods so this month's theme was outdoors like you know survival so i got like a survival knife and a, wow. and a live and squirrel and a hammock you had some cool yeah. box things over there. We don't get that in the UK. <laughs> I don't know what that, like, what, do they ship you just a knife and a live squirrel and say, this is your training or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so it's called, it's called the gentleman's box. It's like one of those high-end curated goods sort of things. So like wow. last month they sent me some grilling stuff. So like I got a hmm. fancy apron and um, a cookware set, not that knife. Um, but um, like grill stuff, um, and like a wood carving board. Um, you know, it's, that's it's actually kind of really crazy. cool because pretty much all the boxes you hear about are the most useless. Like my shelf, for those that are looking, you can see all the dumb pops that uh, and like amiibos and stuff that I have. Like most boxes, you hear like this is the anime box. You get a wall scroll, a pillowcase, all this other stuff that's just going to take up space and yeah. do nothing. But that sounds like the most practical monthly box yeah. i've heard of that sounds good yeah and they're they're highly curated so they're a little more expensive but they only come every three months so if you buy like oh, an okay. average box um you know it it works out about the same price uh okay. what you'd pay anyway so 
That's cool. Interesting. Nice. Um, I have a quick question about the boxing game. Uh, do you have Ring Fit, or did you try that at all? I Is did it, like, try it, actually. To that, or... uh, so Fitness Boxing was one of the launch titles for the Switch. Uh, oh, okay. so it's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really early, so like the graphics are a little stilted. Um, the, there's a lot to be desired with the motion detection. Like I, I have you know my things about the wireless connection, and it'll miss punches. And I like people who have heard me doing it will just like hear the the boxing going on, and just in the middle of it, I'll be like ah, because it misses <laughs> something, and it misses up my punch combo and what have you. Wow, interesting. Um, but Ring Fit came out later. Um, of the two, I actually I do boxing more, but I liked a lot of the Ring Fit stuff. I think it's really neat, yeah. um, and it's one of those things that you have to pace yourself with. Because I did Ring Fit yeah. like a year ago, or whenever it first came out, and like I vastly overestimated how fit I was because oh, I was just mm. like, yeah. that's a general consensus. It seems for anyone yeah. that already works out or already does something, <laughs> they're like, oh, I'll bump this bitch up a notch, and then you're like, oh, oh yeah. my god, I can't move my arms now, like that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. They have a good yeah. video of uh, the WWE wrestlers like all doing it and getting around oh. doing it. And some of them who are like outrageously fit, they smash through it no problem. But other ones are like, why is this so difficult? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely, uh, I'm still doing ring fit. I don't know if you are, Graham. Graham actually was able to get, long story short, when they were not anywhere, Graham found one and actually shipped it to me. Um, so we've been using Ring Fit, but it's kind of getting repetitive. We kind of dig the mini games more than the actual yeah. adventure mode now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's still, I did it this morning because I still do, uh, this is 100% nerd talking. Like, I feel better each day that I do it because it wakes me up more than getting up and having breakfast or a caffeine in the morning or something. So I, no, I, still, sure. rec- I still recommend it overall, but um, I'm definitely getting... It's getting repetitive, so I'm thinking about finding other stuff that yeah, you, is comparable, but I don't know. Do you do it daily? Uh, I've, 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 I used to, but I really got out of that habit. So it's it's kind of every other day now. Yeah, and that's the repetitive thing is that I used when I so I used to do yoga daily, and that got mm-hmm. really repetitive. That's half a ring fit, basically. Yeah, <laughs> even though yeah. it was like um, you know different different sessions. Um, so I switched mm-hmm. to boxing, which I did daily, and then that got repetitive. And for whatever reason, it okay. took me a really long time to be like, oh, just switch them. Alternate them every other day. And yeah. it's that's okay. the easiest way to do it. Um, so if you do get into the boxing, um, I would just, you know, rotate it with your ring fit if that's, I'm you know, if the that. switch is your um, method. But yeah, uh, December, the boxing two comes out. Oh. And if you do decide to do it now... Um, it will import data from Fitness Boxing One. Okay, which I was okay, that's what it's called. To, so Fitness yeah. Boxing, Ooh. making notes here. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. That's good to hear. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I th- I think with Ring Fit, they really need to release some like expansions or you know download any yeah. you know, just mini games or I don't know extra levels, just different backgrounds, like, levels like yeah. you were saying at one point, Graham. Yeah, I think that'd be so much cooler. Um, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's brilliant. So um, I guess that will wrap up our, our week, our news, our little weekly tidbits, and uh, then we'll move on to our feedback of doom. Feedback of doom. Yeah. Is that what we're going with now? That, that's what I'm calling it. I can't think of anything better. So, you know, that, that was Hey, I was with uh, alliteration to the feedback forum, but whatever. Oh, feedback forum. 
That's probably better, actually. God damn it. Okay, feedback forum. You're changing <laughs> it. It doesn't, it. It, doesn't have a, it doesn't have a fun, like, feedback forum. There's nothing with that, so I don't know what you want. Uh... You could say it like a Roman emperor, because that, that those are the people who did the original forums. So. Oh, there we go. Okay, how do they... Now entering the feedback forum. That's not Roman. Sorry. I'm uh, done. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. That'll do. I'm going with that. That's, I love it. Cool. Um, so, uh, one bit of feedback, which we got from YouTube, in fact, this is actually based on a couple of episodes ago, uh, but I only saw it just after we recorded the previous episode. Um, so just for Nick and the audience, if you weren't listening, we actually did a, our feature discussion was on who did it best, Xbox Series X or PS5 with their announcements and reveals. So talking, not necessarily what console do you necessarily want to get, but which, which company do you think? showed off their wares a bit better and, you know, kept the um, the gaming world more informed about what they were doing with the console and the games coming out. And um, I think between us, we all kind of said that we felt the, the Microsoft and Xbox did slightly better reveals and the information was coming out a bit better than Sony. Um, not necessarily that we're all going to get Xboxes. I think um, Chris, for example, wants to get a PS5 over Xbox. Uh, Scotty, I can't remember where you landed. You probably PS5. I don't give a you? shit. You don't give a <laughs> oh, yeah, Old Man Gamer came out, didn't he? I forgot. Old Man Gamer came out and was grumpy and you had to put him to bed. Cause, uh... Anyway, um, so yeah, but so Rinku Maltani, I hope I'm getting that name correctly, they said CGI versus game games play, PS5 win. So obviously they're saying. Um, they felt that the PS5 showed more gameplay than Xbox did. And I was like, oh, that's actually a very good point. You know, which company actually showed off the most gameplay? And I actually went back and went to some different articles, finding all the video traders of all the different reveals um, to see which ones actually had more gameplay footage or were focused more on gameplay and which ones were more CGI or possibly... They were using in-game engines, but not actually showing gameplay footage. Because, you know, sometimes they can show the in-game engine, but they might have the camera angles at weird angles, and they're clearly not actually showing gameplay. And um, mm. so, yeah, I um, I did a tally of them. And I, I don't know if you guys remember, Microsoft actually did do another reveal before Sony's, like, way back in May. We showed off quite yeah, a few games. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so they actually have shown more games. So these are not all Xbox exclusives. Um, so some of these are on PS5 as well. Um, but I've just gone with what was shown at the different events. And so for Xbox with sort of non-gameplay footage, there were 13 games. For Xbox games which had gameplay footage, there were 22. And so for PS5 with non-gameplay, there were 17 games. And for PS5 showing gameplay, there were eight. So actually, Xbox showed off more gameplay footage than Sony by more than double. So if your argument is that Sony showed off more gameplay footage, technically you're wrong. Sorry. Um, which actually surprised me. I was genuinely thinking Sony did show off more gameplay footage because from memory, I felt like I saw a lot more gameplay footage. But when I went back through, I was like, I'm doing that earlier today. I was just like, oh my God, this list is getting long and long and long. Um, so yeah, it just seemed that um, there seemed to be a lot more gameplay footage shown f- uh, from Microsoft's part there, which was pretty cool. What do you guys think of that, actually? Though? Um, does that does that make you think you change your mind at all, or how do you feel? It's actually think... almost triple. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Scotty. Uh, well, uh, mine's real quick. Uh, Sony didn't say sporadically that Spider-Man or anything's delayed. Yeah, there uh, you go. Okay. Halo yeah, news. Yeah. I think the Halo thing is going to hurt them more than help them. Oh, yeah, so definitely. Numbers are numbers, but 
you know, it's all about the appearance as well. Like the mm-hmm. PR appearance. I don't know what you would call that really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It is, it is actually almost triple as I'm looking at it. Um, Xbox yeah. with gameplay is 22 PS five gameplay. Yeah. Eight. Um, <clears throat> and I wonder if there's a couple things like the impact of some of these, because like, I couldn't tell you what Scarlet Nexus and yeah. uh, the gunk and some of these games are. And, and mm-hmm. uh, like, I, I, d- just bear in mind, I, I didn't pay super close attention either. So it's, you know, that could be on me. But like, I think also, and, and it's a cynical part of me, I wonder which of these are actually going to make it to market. Because like Scalebound had gameplay. Scalebound yeah, was for years, and yeah, yeah, and they bought it and shelved it, and so it, you know it's back and forth for me. That's fair enough. Yeah, so yeah, I just you know the gunk and what was the other game you mentioned? Uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Nexus. Scarlet Nexus. Yeah, I had completely forgotten about them, and there's also another game I completely forgot. Oh, Bright Memory Infinite, which are uh, shown at the Xbox uh, revealed. So but <laughs> I when I look back. One of the back of them was like, these games actually look really fun. Like, the gunk is kind of like a 3D platformer. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually forgotten what Scarlet Nexus is now, but um, Bright Memory Nexo Infinite. Is, I don't know. Oh, it's like an anime-style game, actually. It's kind of... Oh, with, oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fighting in a city and stuff. That sort of showed off some gameplay footage in fighting in the oh. city. I was like, wow, that looks really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then Bright Memory Infinite um, looked also really, really cool. I, I, yeah, I, uh, it's hard to... It's hard to explain. It's it, also interesting looking at. We're not. We don't need to go down the whole no. verbatim list. Um, but it's interesting. All the PS5 gameplays. Those are pretty much first party, except for like GTA and stuff. So mm-hmm. you kind of wonder, like, was it Microsoft that said, "Yeah, just show whatever. We'll get in as much as anything." And then maybe Sony was like, "We only want our games to show gameplay." That's just kind of conspiratory, whatever. But you know what I mean. Look, maybe it could be a marketing strategy too, because it's yeah. like show what exclusives there are that way they'll be motivated to buy the playstation 5 as opposed to xbox being like show everything so that they know that they have options yeah maybe yeah because yeah that's i think that's a key thing that's come out it seems like sony is doing way better with the exclusives that's for sure um Mm. so yeah in some ways the ps5 does seem more appealing because of that uh but i don't know i'm Right now, I'm leaning towards Xbox again. Uh, after after I looked back through this list and watched some of the traders, I was like, actually, you know what? This is looking pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's cool. No, thanks thanks for your feedback though, um, Rinku. So yeah, good good point you made and uh, led me down the rabbit hole of investigating. So thank you very much. And um, another bit of feedback which uh, came from Discord. So this is based on uh, we've actually had this for a couple of weeks now, but mostly last week. Um, he said. You're all insane when it comes... I'm going to have to do that in an American accent. That sounds weird in an English accent. Oh, You're all insane when it comes to super... What did I say? Sorry. Oh, you just didn't mention who was saying it. Oh, I thought I did say... Sorry. Tornado Jones. Tornado Jones said this on Discord. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually not going to do the American oh, accent. Please. It's terrible. Oh, come on. Oh, no. Come oh, on. Okay, I did my Roman thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to have to start with a... Howdy, y'all! You're all insane when it comes to Super Mario 64. Controls aren't as bad as you say. The Switch port is just as bad. That is not an impression of Tornado Jones. That's just a random American I can only do. So there we go. Um... It's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Um, 
so yeah, we were talking last week about Mario 64 and Scotty, you mentioned about the controls, especially we talked about the wing cap situation and the camera controls were a bit awkward because um, they kind of still use the digital like pressing a C button style when we've actually got an analog stick to do it with. So it's not really a fluid movement of the camera. Um, mm. So for me, I actually still like Mario 64's controls in general. I just agreed that the wing cap, I forgot that when you sort of go down a bit, it sort of really pushes you up. So it felt really... I forgot how difficult it was to do some like really accurate maneuvers, but I agree with Scotty on the camera controls. It would have been nice if they did something to make it a bit more of an analog effect with the, the camera angles, but it doesn't bother me. The actual controls, I think, are fine. Like, I was happily doing wall kicks and backflips and side flips and stuff for that game, so yeah, I'm cool it, with that. So. Was it a straight port for the 64? They didn't go with the DS uh, it's version? straight 64, which is something Scotty mentioned as well, because the DS version has way more stuff in it, and it would be yeah. really cool if they did that. But yeah, they, Let's... as Scotty said last week, they did nothing with these games to port them across. Literally, it's such a petty thing, and normally I don't care about this shit, but it's still in 3-4 ratio, or 4-3 ratio, and that just annoys oh. the shit out of me. That's that's weird. I mean, yeah. other than other than the camera being like, because it, it switched to the Sonic Adventure style camera where you pull the triggers to rotate the yeah. camera back and forth. Even that, uh, way, I, I felt better, but I don't know. Really, uh, the uh, DS sixty four make it added a bunch of features, has mini games and stuff. Um, the four different players. I, that's that's insane to me that it would do go with a straight N sixty four one. But yep. yeah sadly but oh weird i i wonder if it was not mario 35th anniversary 3d all-stars whatever if it was like nintendo 64 classics collection if maybe they would bring the ds version out instead because like because then that brings in the other characters wario yoshi luigi but this one is just Mm. straight up mario but yeah i don't know for some reason i I feel like a nintendo things Sorry, Graham. Calling it Mario All-Stars Collection or whatever, I feel like then the, the DS version would make more sense because it has more of the Mario characters in. So, yeah, I don't know. That yeah. just seems a bit strange to me. You do start the game as Yoshi. So maybe they're just like, mm. nah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I need to go back and play because, with the DS uh, version. Oh, sorry. There was a lag there. Um, I was saying that Rachel's, she's like, I've never played these. So, you know, I'll check them out maybe or whatever. And then I was playing mario 64 she's like oh wait i think was this on the ds I'm like well they did a port of it she's like i played that one i didn't know this was the same game this doesn't even yeah. like some parts of it are just shit well again though i didn't know you started as yoshi so maybe that's why she was thrown off by that but mm-hmm. that's interesting so i don't know yeah but but yeah anyway. there we go so that was all the feedback i think we had actually from the last uh, couple of episodes and but thanks thanks for sending it in tornado and rinku brilliant stuff and if anyone does any more feedback or comments on the show just let us know come to our discord drop in the channel uh, we'll pick it up and uh, that moves on to scotty moe's mail sack of wonder it's the mail sack we got the mail sack beautiful mail sack oh nope that's wrong that's very wrong i was totally ready that's right it's the mail sack of wonder so let's unzip this bad boy and welcome to the mail sack uh, Sarah Nex, a.k.a. Caesar, says, since you're going to talk about Scotty's many poor financial decisions, I'll get to what he means in a second, what is the one absolute poorest decision you came to regret? And on that token, what is 
the one poor financial decision you made that you know was a poor decision, but you would make it anyway if given the option. So what he's referring to is the... Um, Nick, are, are you familiar with how Sega Japan is releasing the Game Gear Micro? Do you know about that at all? No. Oh, shit, son. Um, <laughs> uh, well, let's, let me give you the short version. Basically, um, the... For the Sega's doing this whole 60th anniversary thing, and they announced. <clears throat> actually, they I don't even know if it was them or another thing, Famitsu or whatever. I forget how it came about. But anyway, what's getting released is you know there's the Genesis Mini, the Nintendo, and the SNES Classic Mini, whatever. There's arcade machines. There's the Turbo Graphics. Sega's doing a Game Gear Micro, which is literally mm-hmm. the size each. There's four of them, five now actually. I think that are mm-hmm. the size of a VMU each, and each only have four games on them but there's four different games on each of these four Game Gear Micros. It's it's like, oh, and also, if you pre-ordered the set of the four, which is like blue, red, um, yellow, white, black, I think. White's a separate one that was just oh, announced with a okay. bunch of right. different things on it, a bunch of shmups on it. But they're so small, they each have four games, but if you get the set of the four together for $200, you get a the a magnifying screen that used to have i'm sure you remember all the crazy shit like the fold out speakers for game boys and stuff like this is the mega view or i forget what it's called that straps onto it and so then you can see it so so many decisions could have been like one step or the other in another direction to make these things practical and better like why not have all the games on one version of the console but then release in different colors why not make it a tiny bit bigger so you don't need the magnifying glass like, it's a keychain-sized stupid thing that's only been announced for Japan. Um, and maybe alcohol and pure pressure played a part in this, but I totally pre-ordered the Japanese $200 <laughs> set of all four of them to get the- <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, I also uh, did as well. <laughs> did on, that, on the show, when we talked about on the show when we first announced it on our show, I actually ordered it there and there. Do you not remember that? No, but I went to Amazon um, Japan doing the show. I was like, "I'm doing it. I'm doing it, guys." Yeah, I created an <laughs> Amazon Prime account, and it's they've already shipped. They're on their way. I'm a moron. Oh, they were um, shipped. I need to double check. Wow. Okay. I have. I think so. Um. So I think that's what his question is: is what's the poorest decision you made? Maybe even while you're making it, or maybe in retrospect. And he didn't say this, but I assume it's related to video games because I was going to mention how I shot a picture in the Discord after Chris said. Uh, Chris Powell said, hey, did anyone else get this confirmation, like, that their GG micros are on the way or whatever? I'm like, I gotta check. Oh, apparently mine are. I don't remember seeing the charge, but whatever. I'm gonna get them, because I'm a moron. (laughs) (laughs) But it was also one of those things, like, there were so many factors, aside from me being stupid, like, if these come out, they're gonna be stupidly rare, and I'll never get them. I do like Game Gear games, and, like, Mm. they'll look good on a shelf in the background of a video. Those are horrible reasons, but also it just, it keeps cycling back to I'm a collector, and if I don't get this now, I'm gonna regret it later on, because for some reason I'll want it. It's it's dumb, but... So, uh, Graham, I guess we'll start with you. Do you have one of these stories outside of the Game Gear, or is the Game Gear Micro yours? And that's fine. Um, fine if it is. I'm trying to think of gaming stuff that I've really. I this is going to sound stupid because no one's really going to agree with me on this. I still kind of semi regret buying a PlayStation Three. Um, but um, but um, but um, 
that's like I've got a PlayStation One, I've got a PlayStation Two. I want to get a PlayStation Four. I probably will get a PlayStation Five actually. But my PlayStation Three, basically, I played it. I played. I enjoyed the Uncharted games on it, and mm-hmm. I like Yakuza games, but I don't have time anymore to invest in the Yakuza games. And so, yeah, I kind of don't play it, and I didn't like. I just didn't like using it that much. Um, I hated the menu system. I hated using the online store. I know some people love the menu system, but the online store, I thought, just infuriated me. This is this is really petty, stupid stuff, by the way. But yeah, um, so yeah, I'm not the big... So yeah, that's one console I've bought, and I've been like, yeah, I'm not sure about this. And I've got quite a small games collection for it. So also my Wii... To be honest, though, I also don't repair my Wii U either, although I did get it for Breath of the Wild at a time when the Switch was really expensive <laughs> and... So I got yeah. my Wii U when the Switch, just when the Switch came out. So the Wii U went right down in price. I got Breath of the Wild and I've got a few other games on it. So yeah, I don't know. Um, otherwise, and this is going to, this will blow your mind actually, Scotty. One thing I semi regret getting actually now Uh-oh. is my, my Surface Book 3. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so I think it's a pretty cool thing. I like what it does. The script, the screen detachment's really good. The battery life is pretty decent. Now that I've, I had to get now it. it so yeah, Nick, I don't know if you know, I've actually bought a, I bought a Surface Book 3 not long after it came out. Um, and the one one was faulty, basically. The battery was, there's something wrong with the battery on it. Um, it was mm-hmm. like overcharging, basically. It was too, it was having too much power for it, basically. Um, so I had to send oh, no. it back. And I've got another one. It does seem to do the, the battery seems to last the length that they claim on the website, which is about 17 hours, roughly. Um, that's with like basic internet use, like not watching videos and stuff. But I like the screen detachment. I like using a pen on it and stuff. That's all really cool. Mm. But for the price of it, it's surprisingly not as powerful as it's been. And on paper, it's not as powerful as it is on paper, if that makes sense. So it's yeah, like yeah. a £2,000 laptop. I think I could have actually gone for a, a different brand, like an HP computer laptop or something, got something with similar specs, and it would have been half the price. The the one advantage of this is I can detach the screen, basically, and the battery life is generally better than most of those. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just, that, that's one thing. Like, because I, I was trying to, like, for example, I do most of my video editing for this podcast on my desktop computer, which is what I'm running on right now. Um, and the actual editing process on the Surface Book is actually fine it's really quite quick actually doing the editing but when i come to processing and exporting the video it takes freaking hours on this thing on my desktop it takes yeah. like maybe 40 minutes for like a two-hour episode mm. roughly on my laptop it's like nearly two hours and i'm like this is not this is, should not be taking this long because the processor is newer i know it's a, i know it's a laptop processor so it's not as good as a desktop processor but it's a much newer processor than the one i got in my desktop pc and I don't know. I'm just it, a bit disappointed with that. It's got 32 gigabytes of RAM in it as well, so it's got enough RAM to do this stuff. Jesus. So yeah, it's, I'm wondering you know, if it's the video, yeah, the video card because that's what's used to do the video processing, and the uh, laptops have to have a smaller mm. uh, video card. And did you say two thousand pounds? Uh, that's two thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Like. No. I. I know that. Thank you, Scotty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So like, so like, <laughs> like three grand. Like I'm pretty sure, like that that hyper fancy razor blade is like four. Yeah. So, so nearly. Holy and I say the thing is, I saved up for it as well because I've always wanted a Surface Book because I really like them yeah, since they came out. I've used them before. I was really into them. 
And um, a guy at work's got the Surface Book 2. He let me use it. And I was like, this is awesome. And this one's newer. It had better insides, basically. Technically, it's all better. It looks good. It's, it's really nice. It's a weight is actually pretty good weight. Um, decent, the screen is beautiful. There's some really good things about it. I think it's a very good machine. But for its mm. price, I'm now doubting myself on it. So that is probably one of those things that I'm like, ah, I'm kind of not sure about this now. Um, so, yeah. Um, but that's, that's it. Like, if if it was half the price, I'd say, get it. It's awesome. Buy it for that much. It's great. Mm. But, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, Nick, what is your poorest decision? So I just realized I'd just be ranting on about that. For a <laughs> move okay. on. Move away. So I have the feelies. So this one's quick. I have two. Um, a few, I want to say about a year ago, um, Steam announced that they were discontinuing their hardware production. Um, so like the Steam Link, yeah, Steam yeah. Controller. And I bought Steam Controllers. Not mm. only one. I bought literally as many as I could, like, because I was like, man, um, I really like playing on PC. I've been searching for, like, controllers. Like, this is the old uh, controller that I've had, even all the way back through Sega Addicts. So this is what I use. Wow. Um, you know, I've got blue. Yeah, I've got Bluetooth adapters for, like, the Switch controller, the PlayStation 4 controller. I was really looking for a solution for a controller system. And I bought one. And I was like, I was talking to my friend and I was like, yeah, they're discontinuing. They're only $5. That's crazy. Right. And they're like, yeah, you know, could you get me one? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Like they're, they're going out of like, these might be, they, they might not make these anymore. These could be great. I'm going to get like 10. <laughs> and so, and cause that was the price of one. I was like, ah, in for a penny in for a pound. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I bought 10. They're like, yeah, they're shipping. I bought one separate, and then I went and bought nine more, right? Wow. So I get the first one here, and I can't find the open one. And I'm like, yeah, I set it up. I'm going. I'm like, this feels terrible. Oh, my God. No wonder they stopped making these. And then progressively over the weeks, I was like, like my apartment called, and they're like, hey, you've got a package. And I was like, damn it. And I go, (laughs) and I get controller and so i've just got a stack of these sitting in my closet because they're horrendous i do not like them they don't have a lithium ion charger so i have to actually get double a batteries you have to peel the back off um and and so i don't know if you know them but they don't have physical pads here so they're touch sensitive pads so it's cool in theory because i'm like ooh, i can just drag it around like it's a touchpad like it's a mouse you know not not in practice it sucks um, I mentioned earlier the Kim Kardashian game, and there's a reason that I didn't want to tell the story right away because it is linked to my biggest financial okay. regret. Um, right out of high school, <clears throat> uh, I was working and um, I was working like a desk job. So every now and again, I'd get like five, ten minutes just doing nothing. And there was a game on mobile called Stardom, the A List. And it was it was actually a neat game. Like I downloaded it just because, um, but it was about like building your fame. And as you got more famous, you went from like a D list, like reality star, celebrity, all the way up to like a you know big movie star. And you could do like little story actions and what have you to like use your fame to push other people out of the way, like okay. sabotage careers and stuff. And it was actually kind of interesting, and I liked it. And uh, it has microtransactions. 
and I got addicted to the microtransactions, and I spent upwards of six hundred dollars on these microtransactions. That's a brand new fucking console. Obviously, it wasn't all at once. Wow! Yeah, that's aggressively. Yeah, uh, I was in the top 100 players in the world. Oh, thank oh, God. At... <laughs> at least it went somewhere. Um, but yeah, eventually uh, Stardom became the game that got acquired by Kim Kardashian and her brand. So it's now like Kim Kardashian, the, the Hollywood experience or something like that. Um, I, I dropped off way before she acquired it. But like, man. Oh, man. How annoying wow. would you be, though, if when so you dropped off before she acquired it how annoying when she acquired it she goes so the hot top 100 people i'm gonna meet them they're gonna come and fly out and we're gonna have a fun day together or something <laughs> i'm gonna go on a shopping trip with them all like <laughs> come on. i, I would i wouldn't have wanted to meet like i mean i know i'm sure like kim kardashian's gonna be watching this and just furious he's like fuck that guy like i'm never <laughs> but no I, I wouldn't have really wanted to meet her so i mean if that was it like if they were like yeah and the top 100 players get a thousand dollars that would have been like worth it you know yeah. obviously spending that much money. <laughs> but I, I think if kim uh, kardashian invites me over i'd like to meet her i don't i'm not a fan of hers at all like i don't really yeah. know what her what her purpose is in life but um you know it's uh i think yeah i'd go meet her <laughs> oh right. yeah i guess yeah that's a that's a good point if it was like free they're like hey yeah like you we'll get fly you out you spend the day you, i don't know yeah yeah why not we'll shopping nothing against nick because i know you personally but i don't know how much i'd want to meet the top 100 people to play that game oh yeah no for sure for sure i agree I agree. <laughs> That's as a former top 100 player. I agree. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, Those yeah. are pretty good. I mean, wow, that makes me feel okay about my measly $200 on a couple of Game Gear games <laughs> or system things. Oh, wow, that's uh, that's good. That's those are fun stories. Um, yeah, despite how. Yeah, I actually I was speaking of the Steam Link thing. I am bummed I missed the actual Steam Link thing because we could actually use that in my house because my PC is upstairs and we've played games like after the Dreamcast marathon because my PC's down in the living room. We've played games through Steam through the TV like co-op stuff and stuff together. Mm -hmm. Me and Rachel. I do kind of wish I had the Steam Link so that I could just bring that stuff down to the TV. I know it's not one to one with latency and crap, but it would still be easier than hauling my pc down to the living room down the stairs yeah. and stuff, but the only uh, thing that that holds the steam link back is that you need the steam controller uh, really? oh you do i didn't know that yeah okay. so it sucks <laughs> I, when I was in gamestop when i was working in gamestop and we had those uh my my manager was always keen on because he was just buying shit left and right he's like you know what i'll get one of these we'll take it out of the box let people play it and mess with it and whatever and it's not a big deal and i did and i was like uh, this is it feels backwards because it is because those those yeah. pads are like um yeah con, it's concave convex is when it sticks out concave yes, is concave uh impressed yeah because like and also the back of it the where your fingers go it's like a little too thin and narrow almost mm -hmm. too it just it feels like a it looks like somebody tried to make a speedboat out of a controller almost or something. <laughs> What I, what's funny is that I remember them re, like saying, "Yeah, we designed this to be ergonomic," and I held it and I was like, "This feels terrible! Like, how yeah. could this have possibly been designed to be ergonomic?" 
Yeah, like if I throw it in the bathtub, it'll float face up. Great, good job. <laughs> you did it. You know. Well done. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I I understand. I'm I'm sure. In your defense, Nick, I guarantee you, you are not the only person that did that and thought like, oh, I yeah. need a dozen of these because they're only five bucks. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's just one of those things. Um, that's pretty. No, good question though, Caesar. Uh, and then Mr. Haru asks, uh, what would uh, oh, sorry, what game would you want a Battle Royale version to release via La Tetris 99 or Super Mario Bros. 35? So for those that don't know, Tetris 99 is on the Switch. It's a free game. It's 100 people playing Tetris at once, and as you're wow. playing, you throw your junk. Like the basic game of Tetris, when you clear lines, if you're playing against somebody, you throw your junk to that person so they get lines stacked up on the bottom. It's that versus 99 other people. It's really cool. I'll kind of hop in every now and again, especially since it's free. And Nintendo recently did a very cool thing with the first Mario game. It's you versus 34 other players in honor of Mario's 35th anniversary again. You run through the first Mario Brothers game, and you actually... Mm. I just tried this yesterday for the first time. It kind of blows my mind how simple and intricate this is, because as you're playing through the... Like, if the three of us were playing together, I'm running through the first level, and every Goomba I hop on and kill that Goomba gets thrown to, like, Nick, and it'll eventually appear on his screen. Ooh. And, like, Graham, if you're on the next level, um, or the, the swimming level, and you're firing fireballs at bloopers, the squid guys, and the different fish and whatever, those will show up in our levels, even though we're not maybe underwater. They'll just be a blooper floating oh, through. Wow. It's, okay. it's really cool, and I got decently far in it, but you don't always have to start on the first level either. And sometimes... Uh, if people are really far ahead, like someone gets to like world one, three, it'll shoot everyone to world one, three. When you finish the first world, get the plat- flag pull and whatever. But you can also toss Bowser into each other's game. That's to say, can you do that? I thought he was invincible, but no, he just takes like five to 10 fireballs or something. But so a random, like you'll, you'll be in the first level and suddenly you'll see Bowser's fire flames coming at you. And like, <laughs> eventually, like Bowser's here. It's like, I yeah. don't have a fire flower. What am I going to do? So you just have to either take a hit or try to jump over him. But yeah. it's not him on a flat bridge. Like he could be like on the stairs that are leading to the flagpole or something, you know? Oh, so it's, no. it's such a crazy cool idea. Um, that in mind, I'll get mine out of the way. The obvious answer, Sonic. Um, but I think you could only be pulled off with Sonic 1 if they did mm. it because that's the slowest Sonic. So it's more platforming than it is speed. Like, they really introduced more speed in Sonic 2. But it just wouldn't work beyond Sonic 1, I don't think. Because there's so many times, and the, the the 2D games are known for, like, you're just cruising, and then suddenly there's an asshole crab meat in the way that it's like, he was right after a loop, and I just lost all my rings. Like, I think it would only be actually fun, quote-unquote, if you did the first Sonic game, because there's enough downtime that you could react in time. Whereas if you did that with any other Sonic game, it just wouldn't. It would just break it. It wouldn't be enjoyable. So, that um, that in mind, the explanations in mind. um, uh, Graham, do you have one? Maybe I'm not trying to think of one. Oh God! Uh... Do you have one? Do you think of one? Oh yeah, like a 2D game. It could be like you know Splinter Cell or like or Hitman or something. You know, I don't know. Oh, Hitman would actually be really cool because um, the one. So let me do the one that came to mind. But I want to come back to Hitman. Um, When you said it's obvious. I thought you were going to say Bomberman because Bomberman would be great. Uh, be- uh, like, like throwing the block garbage at the, um, whoever and trying to make sure that you have um, open areas that you can 
take shelter in because if you oh, have okay. weak bombs and then get trapped in a small area from randomly appearing blocks, you might be forced to kill yourself. So because... it would be more of a single player campaign than a multi like battle mode then is what you're kind of no, saying? No, no, no. It would be a battle mode. So imagine like two maps and as you're destroying the blocks, the blocks you destroy appear on your friend's screen, right? So then sense. normally you carve out this area to get more of the things to get stronger bombs. But what happens when you get two strong bombs, some blocks appear and now your safe zones are blocked off and you have to I find. Like yeah, that could be quite cool. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Hitman would be cool too. Like they had that um, Assassin's Creed version where yeah. everybody plays as like NPCs, and you have to go around and try and find that guy. Like that would be cool—a uh, multiplayer battle royale style Hitman kill the other assassins game. That's cool. I, I've I've just thought of one. I've thought of a franchise actually, Legend of Zelda. Um, I think like Legend of Zelda that could be pretty fun with this sort of thing. Like you know, you're going through going through the worlds. You might be. One person might be in one dungeon, like killing some enemies, and then someone's in the real world, and like those enemies start appearing around them in the the main overworld, yeah. or, or like Ocarina of Time or something, like playing through that, and like suddenly you've got like different enemies like jumping out at you and stuff um, when they're not meant to be or what have you. I think that could be really fun. Like imagine like Shadow Link just appearing suddenly, like in the middle of the, like in one dungeon, yeah. and you've got to fight him and yeah. like, oh my god! <laughs> in like during a boss fight, and you're like, "Fuck, I got to worry about this guy too now." Like, yeah, exactly. Like I think that would uh, be people, really insane. Yeah, if you if you could work it, I know that the Ocarina of Time community would latch onto it. I mean, I don't know if you know, but like they have people, they have randomizers where they just yeah. randomly place the items all over the place and what mm. have you. So. Obviously, the Ocarina of Time community loves kind of switching that game up, but, you know. Yeah, that yeah. that's a cool idea. I think the the thing, though, is randomizers can very quickly break a game. Um, yeah. And because I wanted to try one for a while uh, for the first Resident Evil, and mm. that I feel like that could be, I could I can play that game with my eyes closed, but but it could be a randomized, I, I'm not sure how familiar you both are with the first Resident Evil, but very. It could do it. It wasn't just like switch up items, which is kind of how it's a survival part of the game because yeah. you're managing your item slots and stuff. But it would do crazy stuff to the point of randomizing the enemies. So you would have mm-hmm. like a hunter that can take you on in one hit might show up in like the first hallway instead of the uh, instead of the yeah. It could be as crazy as the first boss in the game is a giant snake, and you could like go into a bathroom and the snake shows up in there with you. Like yeah, 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 oh my yeah, god, yeah. And so it's like. Well, the easy way to bypass that is just leave the room. Who cares? But um, there could be areas that it would just totally break the game. Yeah. But yeah, would, it, would it ever randomize quest items like that you need? Like yeah, um, everything, so, certainly yeah, everything, everything. Because I, every I'm end. wondering, like, would it would it lock a quest item that you need behind a door that you need something else to get open that door, but you can't get to it because you're going to need that thing to get the thing first? Like with that. sophisticated randomizers have what's called like a a seating or logic gate system so that it it checks the randomizer to make sure that it never does something like that it can make it really difficult nigh impossible like putting uh the first boss in a place where there's also a quest item that you need to progress but it's never supposed to put um the solution to a puzzle behind the puzzle itself okay yeah or lock it out that makes me happy though so yeah. I still want to. I feel like that would be a fun stream if I tried the first or second Resident Evil with that stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. I never knew this was a thing. Randomizers, like what? actually, where, where, where have I been? Fun fact, fun fact though, 
Uh, Legend of Zelda. Which one's on the SNES? Uh, is that Link, Link to the, the past, past or is that the Game yeah, Boy? I don't remember. Link to the Past. Uh, Nintendo actually did something like this with online capabilities on the SNES in Japan. You could download a randomizer yeah. for that game. So mm-hmm. why the fuck they didn't latch on to that idea for any other games? Like, I understand in that era why they didn't, but holy crap, dude, people are doing that now. Like, you could have yeah. really wow, thrown something cool. on it. Yeah. Uh, I like Nick's idea, though, with the Bomberman. That's a really cool idea, mm. and I think... Uh, yeah, I hope this catches on with other games, though, because Tetris but, 99 yeah. is sweet. Tetris 99 is cool, but it is nothing more than just you playing the same game of Tetris against a bunch of other people, whereas the Mario thing actually changes the gameplay. So how do you yeah. play this Mario game, then? Is it a special download for the game, or is it just using the NES uh, online service thing to play that version? It's just through the eShop. I think it's a limited time, so definitely hop on it now. I know it's okay. not going to be available. Forever. I don't know if it's bullshit in terms of like you have it on your system, so after you can't download it, you can still play it or not. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how the, the Switch eShop or downloading stuff works with that. I never know how it works, really. And uh, is yeah. it something you have to pay for? Or is it free? This one? It's free. Okay, I'll go. As long as you oh. have the online service, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll go and check it out then. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's really cool. I was very surprised because I thought it was literally just like progression style, but no, you actually throw enemies at each other. So it's, it's, oh, and there is also, what well, I think what prevents it from being super broken is after you collect 20 coins, you get a random item box, you hit a button and you could get one of the random items out of there, like either a superstar, a mushroom, fire flower, or I don't think a one up is in there because one up doesn't matter because once you die, you die, which is also hilarious because whenever you start the game from level one, you will get people getting KOs right away because of that first Goomba that they just forget about or whatever. So, oh, like, the meeting, like, oh, my God. So, that's it's so pretty cool. cool. Um, yeah, um, lots of good questions, though, this week. But that's going to pretty much... Did you guys have anything else for replies to those? or No, I think we can wrap nope. up the mail sack. And that's going to do it for the mail sack. Turn the page. Picks of the Week. Welcome back, everybody, and we're coming back with our picks of the week. So, uh, as always, we're going to choose a game, a movie, a book, maybe a board game that we've been enjoying this last week, and we want to talk to you about it and you know give you a recommendation. It doesn't necessarily have to be the best thing in the world, but we have a, having fun with it. So, check it out, basically. So, Nick, I'm going to turn to you as our guest. Yeah. What have you? What's I'm, your pick I'm... of the week? I'm gonna double check because you didn't say it. TV shows are good, right? That's that's yeah. fine. Oh, oh yeah, okay. TV shows fine. Yeah, sorry, apologies. <laughs> no, 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 no. The whole broad. Just double... Perfect. Yeah. Um, I have been watching um uh, The Boys, which just came oh. out. Uh, season two of The Boys. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a uh superhero style show. Um, and for anybody who's super tired of superheroes, it's actually it might still pique your interest because the boys is uh like an anti-take on superheroes um for anybody who who doesn't know it's based on a comic where the premise is that superheroes are common and commercialized in this world so like they're like superstars they're basically celebrities and they're also like celebrities mostly degenerates so they all do bad things and they use the power of money influence and the fact that they have superpowers to cover up those bad things uh, and the boys follows this crew of anti-superhero um, people who are trying to uncover and bring to light some of the kind of shady stuff that they do. 
Um, I watched all of season one. It has, uh, God, what's his name? I forget his name. Carl Urban. I think he's such a, Carl Urban. He's yeah. such a good actor and he does not mind. Like he, he did Dread 2012, which is probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite comic book adaptation movies. Oh. Very good movie. Oh, nice. He's, he's but, got it. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I happen to be I, watching it today. Like, but I didn't see the full thing. I just put it in because I was busy doing something else. Oh. But I was like, oh. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Excellent. And that's one of the few remakes that's better than the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I won't talk too much about Dread, but very high praise for it. Carl Urban's great in it. Um, way better than the comics, in my opinion. Um, I went. I finished all season one. Decided to go read the comics. The comics are vulgarity for vulgarity's sake. It's like people having sex and like graphic and everybody's ugly and isn't that funny? And I I think it's just gross. But um, the season one, I thought was all right. Um, I was kind of like solid six out of 10 when I finished it. Um, I like season two way better. The dialogue is much snappier, in my opinion. Um, Pretty much like I'd say 90% of the characters are more likable or more hateable, which is what you want. You want a reaction out of the characters as opposed to just kind of general apathy. Um, I think they're going some of that Guardians of the Galaxy route with using uh, really strong musical choices to underline certain scene tones. Um, So like there's this one episode that really got me hooked on the song Psycho Killer. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that one's really good. Um, and they've changed the pacing because the first one, they released all season one out at once, uh, which I, you know, was very popular for binging. But, um, you know, I don't know if it's quarantine or if they're experimenting with changing it, but like um, they're releasing episodes weekly. So when this is released, they've only released seven episodes. So it's easy to binge through and they actually make it exciting. Like, oh, I'm legitimately looking forward to friday because i want to see what's going on and it keeps me engaged in it as opposed yeah. to watching it all at once so that's, yeah, yeah that's, uh, I, uh, I did read the comics before i read the comics like as they were coming out initially and mm-hmm. then when the show was announced i was like holy fuck how are they gonna do like most of the plot points in this <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah I, we, don't, we don't need to talk about those but if anyone's curious like definitely look them up because it's it's more intense that like walking dead comics versus the show in terms of plot devices that really would not do well, no matter how you try to spin it on TV. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I think I need to check this show out still. So yeah, just Nick, how accurate to the comic book is it? So for someone who maybe read the comic books, but hasn't seen the show, is it quite well, accurate or? Um, some of the characters are characters in name only. So for example, Huey, who's the main character is like an Irish, like nobody, like kind of loser character. Um, and he's like middle-aged and he kind of sucks um, in okay. the comics. And like, that's the joke is that, oh, here's this average nobody who sucks and he's going to go and wreck superheroes, right? Right. And they change it, obviously, to to a younger kind of kid. He's American. Um, and uh, he's got like most of his... Eggs look alike or whatever? Or is it yes, like- yes. Okay. And I think it's like a continuity joke because Simon Pegg is the dad of yeah. Huey and he's based on like oh. visually he's based on Simon Pegg in the comics. Um, but oh, he's like this. Yeah, he's the same sort of character, but like updated, you know, he instead of being a loser, you know, middle aged kid, he's like a kid who so his idealism 
and wide-eyed like i don't understand what's going on instead of being like pathetic it's kind of like endearing okay uh, so they do change it i think for the better like carl urban's character of uh billy butcher is pretty much the same he's a degenerate he's like a anti-superhero like um vigilante what have you and then they change a lot of the char- the superhero characters because they it, it was published by DC, so it's a parody of the Justice League. So Homelander is a parody oh, of okay. Superman, and yeah. Black Noir is a parody of Batman. Um, and so they they change them up. Um, the Deep, for example, is a main character in the series, but he's like not at all in the comics, um, and he's a parody of okay. Aquaman. So and he's got his is, own is interest. It's a comic book, a DC comic book, or is it just the show that's published by DC? It's it's a comic book in the published by DC and it was it, right. it's weird like, okay. that they approved parodied uh, it's quite funny, something actually, that yeah. they made yeah, yeah. they embrace it's, it's, DC so... don't try to just be the we're Marvel but not Marvel do shit like this yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah. I haven't seen this show but I saw that season two mm-hmm. had come out and I, uh, people have told me at work about how good it is and I thought okay mm-hmm. I'll watch the trailer and I think I was not in the right mood for it because. The trailer kind of put me off because it was actually quite violent. And I think I was, I don't mind violence normally, but I felt like, so in the trailer, there's just one bit where this guy is like, they're standing on the side of the road. This guy's kissing his girlfriends, like holding her hands and giving her a nice kiss, like good night from a date. And suddenly this, this thing rushes by. She basically explodes and he's there holding her arms. And like, it turns out there's like super speeds. The guys just run through her. He's like, Oh God, I can't stop. I'm really sorry. And he carries on running. And I was just like, whoa, okay, I'm not in the mood to watch this right now. Like, I was just like, yeah, yeah. that's... The rest of it seemed really I, funny, though. But that one bit, I was just like, yeah, I'm not in the mood for really violent stuff at the moment, so... And and it's it's also... So, like, just as a content warning, the violence is hyper, the sex is hyper. You know, it, it they make full advantage of not being regulated by um, on-air regulations. It's kind of like, like Game of Thrones, that sort of thing. They're, okay. like, super violent, like naked people you know getting up to drugs, oh, i'm on board again now let's do stuff. this uh, oh perfect <laughs> <laughs> no it does look quite cool i think yeah i think i just was in the right mood and i like the idea of it so yeah. i think i will try and check it out maybe not this week but maybe next week but uh yeah i think i will try. my biggest compliment to it is perfect timing because everyone is and end game is out all that's done like this is if you weren't getting already um worn out with superhero shit now is mm-hmm. the time for yeah. something so awesome that's great choice great choice cool um if it's okay i'll move on with my choice of the week which so i'm actually carrying on from kind of for the last couple of episodes we've had because i made so for nick if you don't know i kind of made a jokey comment about sonic lost world because i was talking about the uh, mario all 3d all-stars game and how i still enjoyed mario 64 um mm-hmm. back in the day i didn't like sunshine but i've been playing it again and enjoying that and i i used to really like galaxy but i started playing it again on the switch and i just was not enjoying it and i, I made a sort of kind of flippant comment slash kind of semi-joke about like preferring lost worlds to galaxy um which is scott scotty sort of said he didn't think anything of it because i often make just stupid comments like that and i that my my opinion on games is often quite well no okay i don't make stupid comments, but my opinion on games is often quite out there like um there's often games that people i always fly in the face of what people say it seems um mm. but yeah people Sorry, picked up on that 
Yeah. So yeah, Sonic Shuffle. There you go. Um, for, for Nick, not for me. I'm not. Uh, anyway, um, as we discussed earlier. Clear. Yeah. Just to be clear. Yes. Um, I'm not that. I'm not, not that crazy. <laughs> um, and then yeah, last week we spoke a bit more about this, um, and I sort of tried to sort of explain why we joked, but also said actually, Lost World. I didn't think was a bad game. So. Do you know what? I thought this week, I'm actually going to sit down and play Lost World. And so this is actually on the purchase I bought this week. I bought it on Steam because I've got it on the Wii U already. Um, mm. that's, there's my Wii U copy there. I also own it on the 3DS. So I've got my 3DS copy there. But I bought it on Steam just for ease of play because I'm often in front of my computer, my desktop or my laptop. And the Steam's got the, the cloud save so I can play on both things and it just carries on. And also my Wii U like, packs away so um, I can't be bothered to pull that out. Um, so yeah, I picked it up and started playing it, and it turns out I've never fully played this game. Uh, <laughs> I played, I basically completed the the 3DS version, but I hadn't finished the Wii U version. I think I played the first level of the Wii U version and just stopped playing for some reason, and I don't know why, because I'm really enjoying this game. So my pick of the week is Sonic Lost World on Steam or Wii U. Um, and I run it. There you go. So yeah, and. Yeah, so I picked up the game. I started playing it, and um, so things things I uh, things about it. I'm just really enjoying it so far. I think visually it looks really good. I think it's actually one of my favorite looking Sonic games. I love the there's like a weird texture to some of the levels and stuff, like the grass and stuff, which I think looks really good. I think the music in it is actually very solid. I'm not going to say it's the best Sonic music out there because I think like you know Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic Three, they've got amazing music that would just last for generations, and it kind of already has. Mm. There's some of the 3D Sonic games. I feel like Sonic Adventure had some really good songs in it. But other than that, I can't really think of that many Sonic games that have had amazing music that I just love to hum to and stuff. This game, not all the levels, but some of the levels, I'm really enjoying. They kind of got like a slightly more jazzy, chilled out vibe to some of them. And some of the levels, I was just as genuinely humming along as I was playing them. I was like, oh my God, this is actually really fun. Um, I actually love the way Sonic controls. He is a... He, it's a bit of a love and hate actually because sonic is a lot slower in this game com- compared to other games like earlier scotty you mentioned that sonic the hedgehog one was the slowest sonic game this could be one of the slowest sonic games actually um, or maybe sonic 3d on the mega drive actually because uh, or genesis because that was actually quite a slow sonic game as well but yes yeah, so if, if anyone who doesn't know hasn't played sonic lost world sonic if you just move normally he does kind of do a little jog but not very fast you have to hold down the r trigger and then he speeds up but he also does like a sort of parkour move like climbing over bits and stuff but even at his full speed, he's not super fast until he hits like a speed boost. Then he'll start to go really fast. But I've just found the game a lot easier to control because so many modern Sonic games, like Sonic Forces, pushes you so fast. It's almost impossible to control to the point that Sonic Forces, the game takes control at certain points to guide you around corners. So you're not even playing the game anymore. And yeah. <laughs> that just drove me nuts. But Sonic Lost World, you've got complete control. Um, and... It's com- we kind of compared it to Galaxy and people compared it to Galaxy because some of the levels actually have this sort of almost planet style effect running around like orbs in the in the sky and this game's got a lot of um, I guess cylinder style levels where you can actually run around the whole cylinder of the yeah. level like platform and I'm yeah. loving that because that actually opens up lots of secret and extra paths in the game in the levels because like there's one route I kept dying on it's like literally the route in front of me I kept running forward and I kept dying a few times and I thought, once well, I go the other way, I just walked around the other side of the, the thing and the whole world like looped around. Uh, and there's a completely different path there. And I was like, well, brilliant. Yeah. And it, was, it was so much easier. <laughs> um, 
and yeah, some I love I love the ice levels are really fun. Like Sonic actually skates along and stuff. The desert levels are really cool. Um, I haven't finished the game yet, but I've got really far. I'm quite quite late into it. It's not as big or as long as say Galaxy, for example, or some of the other 3D Sonic games. But I I'm just finding it very entertaining. I'm not going to say it's the best Sonic game ever either, but I I really like it. I think it's a, I think it's a very solid game. It's not glitchy. I haven't had any glitchy problems. Controls are brilliant. Um, it feels Mario's Galaxy-esque in certain areas, but I feel it holds up. It's different enough in gameplay style that it holds up on its own in a way. Um, also, it's got almost like virtually no hand-holding in this game at all. Like, There's no force tips and help things. You know, like other Sonic games or even Mario games, you'll start the game and go, hey, press forward to run, press A to jump. This has none of that. Like, There's, part, there's controls I didn't even know how to do in this game until the fifth boss i think it was i was on there's like a jump you can do this jump attack and then you, you press another button to do a kind of kick on, on enemies because mm. certain enemies can't be harmed by the homing attack the normal double jump you have to press a different button instead does this kind of cool kick thing and then you can do the homing attack on the enemy i just didn't know that was a thing and then i randomly worked it out by mistake and i kind of liked that because i felt like oh my god i've achieved something in this game um one thing i will say i like the wisps used in sonic colors but in Sonic Lost World, the wisps are just kind of pointless almost. They, they're so short-lived. Like, you press it, and two seconds later, the wisp, wisp power is dead. It's over. It's kind of like, I don't really get the point of that. Um, I was over the wisps as soon as they introduced them. Oh, really? Me. Okay. I quite enjoyed them in, like, in Sonic Colors. Um, but yeah, in this, I'm just mm. like, uh, I feel like this game doesn't need them. Uh, yeah. And the story, I think, is solid enough. It's quite an interesting story, but it's definitely aimed at kids. So it's very lighthearted. Some of the jokes are very aimed at kids um yeah simple enough story but yeah i'm enjoying the bad guys and everything so i am going to stand up and say i like this game i think it's a solid game it's fun i feel maybe it had poor time if this came out before galaxy i think it could have done better um but obviously mm. it didn't so it came out a few years after galaxy so that that is my pick of the week sonic lost world it's on steam it's not too i think it's 20 pounds it's i mean it's not super cheap but at the same time it's not a 50 pound game which some games are Deep. Do you have a particularly high-end PC? It's my PC's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I because Scotty and I we covered Lost World on the Sega Addicts podcast okay. years ago, and the one thing that I noticed because I still have the same computer from then, it was uh, my computer's built fifty percent nice parts, fifty percent garbage. Um, right. That literally, um, and. Uh, even though it was, it was higher end, like I had some heat distribution problems and not, and only like eight gigs of memory at the time. And there are certain, certain segments that would slow down. Oh, um, okay. And it was a persistent issue when it re-released on Lost World on Steam back then. Um, so if you, it, it is one of those ones that when you have a nice PC, it actually runs really well. If you have anything that has any kind of compromised issues on your PC or is just lower end in general, it will run really slowly okay um so i mean that's the only caveat i remember liking it decently enough um i had issues about the camera placement but other than that um... ah see i i feel like the camera placement in this game is better than mario galaxies that's one thing that's actually giving me a bugbear of galaxy so galaxy i think it's got a fine camera angle but there's been certain mm -hmm. elements certain parts where the camera is suddenly gone behind stuff or i'm upside down the camera's actually in a weird angle i can't seem to run in the right direction anymore Mm -hmm. like um so yeah i found galaxy had some weird camera issues for me so this i found it, i haven't had a problem with it i'm actually yeah but it, 
And what I remember was that I felt like the camera was too far back because a lot of the screen I felt got wasted. But I considering guess. how much um, you are rotating to the other side of the cylinder, um, I didn't do that when I played through it. So I think maybe like it's there to encourage you to explore the other side because maybe. I remember thinking there's a lot of blue space that's just being wasted okay. by the skybox. And I thought yeah. it would be, you know. So yeah, that that's actually a good point because um, and like, that sort of goes the multiple path things I was talking about. I actually noticed some multiple paths just by looking at the skybox stuff in the, that seems mm. to be in the background. Actually, is sometimes part of the level. Like you don't notice okay. it. You can sometimes see like some rails in the background. You think, oh, what's over there? But you should probably think, mm. oh, it's just the background. Actually, mm. some of them is actually stuff you can get to if you go a certain way. You'll then go on a springboard, which will take you to that part of the level. Um, so again, that's one of the things I loved about it, like just finding out all these different routes on some of the levels. I was like, Jesus, this is really clever. Like the way the levels have connected in different platforming areas and stuff. And there's some bits where they will send you off from like a spring into a cannon and stuff, and the game will sort of take over and it'll bounce you around all over the place. And you don't really know where you're, where it's taking you in the level. Um, mm. but another one, uh, on one of the levels I repeated that bit, but I went a different route and it sent me in a different cannon and I ended up somewhere completely differently. So I was like, Oh, so there is actually a logic in this game. Like, um, you can go completely different routes. So, yeah, sure. that's that could be why then. So, yeah, if you're if that was a complaint about the camera angle, that is, I think that's why really it's it tries to encourage mm. you to explore and look around, see what you can go to. Um, and it's it's probably also that far out with that extra um, skybox space, like you said, Nick. Just because it's more targeted at kids, so to really throw it in their face, like, look how big this area is. You can maybe go over here. Or you should, yeah, you know. Yeah super obvious maybe and even though it's weirdly targeted to kids i found this game harder than some of the other sonic games and it's definitely harder than mario galaxy um as i sort of mentioned before in mario galaxy no challenge yeah i was just racking up the lives in galaxy and sonic lost world i think the first two levels i was racking up the lives i got up to like 20 lives and stuff i was like i'm doing really well I've had three game overs now, though. I've lost all those lives oh, several wow. times there. And when you when you get a game over, you start with nine lives. So you're not you're not sure on lives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I I've um yeah. There's just bit. There's just bits I've just screwed up. Those of times. Some of it's me trying to do things like I'd see like a you get those like red coin token things which you meant to get five on each level. Yeah. I've seen one. I'm like I can get that. I can get that. Dead. Go back dead dead so i've lost lives stupidly by trying my luck and in the end i've had to just carry on going um yeah yeah. um and even though i did say earlier about my surface book being a bit disappointed with it and stuff it does actually run okay on the surface book so like it runs like perfectly on the surface (laughs) book actually there's no slowdown or anything so it's fine for that (laughs) or can it not run sonic lost world exactly that is it um but yeah if you haven't i'm just saying to everybody if you haven't played it i'm not going to say it's the best sonic game or it's better than mario galaxy that's up to you but i think give it a try i think i think it's got a lot of bad press for no reason like it's not like sonic 06 which was glitchy or i don't know other other sonic games which just had terrible problems with them um talking about yeah. six for ages <laughs> uh, i had uh, two quick things about sonic lost world um doesn't the D the 3ds version isn't that is it severely different or am i thinking just the bonus levels that are severely different um so it is quite the general level progression is very similar but the actual levels are a bit different so this is actually it actually says it's the first 3d sonic game on the 3ds or like on the handheld like um because it does actually have some of the 3d levels 
but I do okay. I do feel it had more 2D levels in this game than the Wii U version. And um, I, especially, I, especially the ice levels seem different from, from memory, because I can really remember the ice levels on this one, and they're very different to the Wii U version. Um, so yeah, I can't remember everything in it, but from memory, sure, it's, yeah. it's different. No, I only bring that up because since you mentioned it, just in case people are like, what's the cheapest? Or I really like handheld okay. stuff. Maybe I'll have the handheld version of that. I cannot ever tell anyone that the bonus levels in that game are fun. Fuck this. <laughs> what um, are the bonus levels, actually? I think I just didn't do that. You had to like move your DS around because it was tagged oh, to the no. scope. And I'm just like, I'm literally upside down in my recliner trying to get through this stupid part because I can't <laughs> turn that off and turn it whatever way. Okay, I haven't... Different Sonic I game. I fucking hated those. I'm gonna have to I look at them. I haven't up. done. A, I haven't done a bonus level then. What are the what? What do you do in the bonus levels? Clearly, I haven't been good enough to unlock them. Around <laughs> <laughs> like a jackass. Um, maybe I'm thinking of something else because it's not showing them in here. Probably not even worth looking at. But I just remember hating the so, Sonic oh, game's so, bonus levels a lot. Are you saying it's a 3DS version that had the bonus bad bonus levels? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I don't remember doing any bonus levels in this or the Wii U version, like or you know the Steam version. Maybe I'm so entirely wrong. I, I don't I, know. I could be wrong because I'm not the best Sonic player, but uh, yeah, I have. I don't know that either. God damn it! All right, I'm gonna type in bonus level Sonic <laughs> Lost World. <laughs> oh, okay. yep, I typed in 3D2 somehow. Um, <laughs> nice. Let me uh, let me look at one here. Maybe I'm thinking of something totally different. We'll cut this out. We'll edit this shit. Yeah, we'll edit <laughs> this bit. Uh, what the fuck? I don't remember this at all. Okay, it might be totally different, but it doesn't look like it's fun. Um, it doesn't matter that much. So maybe play the game still. Oh, you guys are frozen for me. No, you're not frozen. You're no, no we just we're just we're just looking. <laughs> just looking, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to see. Let me just type so, in gyros after that. I just did a Google <laughs> for the lost the, the Wii U version, and there is a bonus DLC pack which has like um, a knights level and stuff, which I did unlock the knights level after doing something. So I thought that was pretty cool. There's actually a level based on knights. Um, mm. and you basically go through and fight some of the knight's bosses, but with the deadly six kind of so the deadly six are the main bad guys in Lost World, yeah. and they come kind of controlling the knight's bosses, and I thought that was a really cool little thing to have in the game. Um, yep, yeah. it is this one. Don't do it. Ah. Fuck it. I looked it up. So what are the bonus levels? Nice. What did you do with them? Uh, it's behind the view of Sonic, and they look, they almost sometimes look reminiscent of Knights because you're following these orbs and stuff, but you have to steer him through rings of things and just paths and stuff, and you literally use the 3DS to steer Sonic as he's flying around in midair. Hmm. I do it's not remember that. Bad, and I hate uh. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do you hate it? Do you hate it more because it's aping Knights, a game that you love? And no, it's doing it poorly. Thing that makes you move your crap. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. also on the handheld, I have to like change my perspective. Never mind putting the 3D on for this game while you're trying to do that for the 3DS. If you guys remember that, uh, cool idea, but poorly implemented. Yeah. Um, like the fact that you have to turn the screen and like shift yourself because how am I going to look at the screen when I've got this turned like almost 90 degrees away from me? 
Yeah. But hey, just play the Wii U or PC version. Graham's blown away right now. He somehow got through the game with apparently without touching the bonus levels. Yeah, how did I do that? Like, what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm now trying to look up if the Wii U version's got some, but I can't seem to find any information. So, Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to totally <laughs> derail That's this. Easy. That's fine. Don't worry. Um, I'm interested now. I'm going to have to do some more Googling. But yeah, so far in the Wii U version, I haven't had any bonus levels other than the Knights Unlockable one, which didn't seem like a normal bonus stage that Sonic would normally have. Just seemed like it's just a fun little extra treat thing, basically. Uh, but yeah, anyway, let's put that to bed if there's no more questions on that. So, Scotty, what is your pick of the week? Uh, I watched Gemini Man, starring Will Smith and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, and Will Smith. And Will Smith also, again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I like, Will Smith's probably one of my favorite actors, but... I kind of, I saw a trailer. For, I remember seeing a trailer for this in the theaters and just thinking like, oh, whatever. It's another, they made it a CG himself or whatever. And, but then someone else said, dude, if you want to see the best like example of essentially cloning someone in a movie as they are acting or whatever, you know, like. Keep faking, yeah. So, and I checked it out. I kinda, I was actually watching it in half hour increments on my lunch break during the week. Um which I don't recommend doing for an action movie, <laughs> but <laughs> um, it's just, it's, it, it looks phenomenal. It blew my mind how good the other Will Smith looks. Oh, I guess I should explain the plot. Um, <laughs> it's, it's almost enemy of the state again, but, and so Will Smith is running away from someone trying to kill him. And it's actually a clone of himself, but not just a clone, but a younger version of himself. Um, and the trailer does not do it justice because you don't see how much they're moving around and interacting with each other, and they still are able to... It doesn't look... Uh, Graham, you mentioned some parts do look noodly, which there are some parts that they do, um, but, man, this, like, puts the Star Wars movies to fucking shame. Mm, um, yeah. What I'm always going to compare them to, because the Star Wars movies, when they had... Um, oh, I can't... I don't remember his name, but, like, the 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 hologram or whatever render of people that had passed on. Oh, Oh, Tarkin. Tarkin. They were Grand Moff Tarkin, yeah. Yeah, they were too shiny and did not look human. Um, Oh, yeah. And uh, But this looks funny because it is Will Smith fighting himself, but there are conversations. And I think what also lends to it is, like, Will Smith is a young actor. So, you know, you can think of, like, his days in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and you think about that and you look at that and you're like, holy shit, that looks like how he looked when he was in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh it is. Yeah. Did they, do you know anything about the production of it? Because um, my thought process would be that they would go with deep faking and just get a facially similar actor to Will Smith. And then I do you actually know the answer to that. Oh, okay. it was complete CGI. Apparently. Wow. Like there, there was an interview of Will Smith and they said they didn't use a, like a body double and then, you know, put um, CGI over him. And it's complete CGI with this one. Which which blew my mind because when I saw the movie, I was like, "Oh my god!" Just like you, Scotty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. Like, it's not like mocap. I don't even know. Uh, it it's hard to explain why it looks so good, but mm-hmm. I think what it, it's an amalgamation of like I like Will Smith. So I've seen plenty of his stuff, but I've seen like bad versions of them trying to pull this off, and 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 then also. I've played games like David Cage games where the humans look like humans more so mm. than most AAA shit. Cause whatever, 
David Cage aside, those games always look good and raise the bar a little bit for how people that yeah. people in games should look. Um, and so just all of that together was just like, I cannot believe... And also, I cannot believe how long they're holding the camera on this fake Will Smith right now, and it still looks decent. Because there yeah. are some scenes where like his lips don't move exactly how a human would and things like that. I think you mentioned that, Graham, and I mentioned it in our side chat about stuff, but mm. it just it blows my mind. And it's a decent action flick, and the unnecessary motorcycle fight is great. Um, so good, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just so... It doesn't need to happen, but it's fun. Um and I enjoy the uh, the the canon world that I created for Mary Elizabeth Winstead because she, for those who don't know, she was Ramona in Scott Pilgrim. Uh, she was in Live Free or Die Hard as Bruce Willis's daughter Lucy McLean, and now okay. she's in this. Right. She's yeah, exactly. And I only remember that because we watched it recently. But um, so in my head, she is Lucy McLean throughout all of this. Like she's Bruce Willis's <laughs> daughter, and because. In Scott Pilgrim, she comes from New York to Canada. That's where McLean's are from, is New York. And so she goes into Canada, hangs out with Scott Pilgrim, and is like, I don't need this bullshit. Goes back to New York, finishes school, which she's in school and live free or die hard, and Justin Long is like her crush or whatever, and she gets kidnapped. uh, John McLean's daughter and die hard and action star. But so she's a badass because she's Bruce Willis, uh, John McLean's daughter. And Uh then... (laughs) She survives that experience, realizes, like, I can do some good like my dad, and I have the adrenaline for violence or whatever. And so in this movie with Will Smith, she's an undercover agent for the government and other stuff. So it's like, in my mind, this is one character throughout these three movies, and she's badass all of a sudden, because she was essentially a diehard, a female diehard. So yeah, that's, so that's good. the fun I had with this thing. Because it, it clicked in my head, like, I mean, I knew who she was, but then with her role, I was like... God, it's like she literally just was actually John McClane's daughter and went into some sort of line of government work. Like he, <laughs> I, for John McClane's son, did yeah. Oh God, <laughs> uh, that I that Die Hard Five in my headspace is like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles third movie. I just pretend it doesn't exist. Oh, okay, yeah. I did not like it, but... Um, it, in the UK, it wasn't called... Die Hard 4 wasn't called Live Free or Die Hard. It's just called Die Hard 4.0. Um, yeah. Because I, feel, I, I saw feel like, it a bunch. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, uh, it was playing on Channel 4 when I last visited the UK, and it was playing, like, on repeat. It was, like, Die Hard 4.0, and I was like, I don't remember it being called that. And then it would play some other movie, and then it would be back to Die Hard 4.0. Yeah, it would. Like, Man, <laughs> you guys really like this yeah. movie? So when you said Leave Free or Die Hard, I thought that was the fifth one for some reason. So when you started saying about Justin Long, I was like, is he in the fifth? I haven't seen the fifth one, but I love Die Hard 4. I thought it was so good. But yeah, um, yeah, it's actually pretty decent for yeah. considering that it was out like 15 or 20 years after Die Hard 3 or something. I forget. Yeah. Um, um, but overall, it, this is a good action flick. Gemini Man. Yeah, we are still talking about Will Smith. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. Without any spoilers, I'll say the ending I thought was a little weird. Um, and I I recommend it as a Will Smith, as an action fan. And it's just to see how far stuff like that has come for recreating humans in yeah. movies. And that that the the one of the bits that I thought was really uh, nu- nudely, as we all put it, in the CGI was actually one of the very last scenes in the whole movie. Oh, yes. Um, mm. Yeah, I was like, I was like, because like there's, there's, as you say, there's a couple of bits. I was like, 
especially one of the first bits when they first face to face up close and as you say they're kind of holding the camera on both of them and it's kind of a bit of an action scene the visuals there were just like spot on it's like this is yes you say this is will smith and then in like the last scene it's like that's clearly a CGI guy right there. But, but for, for most of the movie, it is just like, this is Will Smith and Will Smith. Like, you know, there, there's two actors on the screen yeah. right now. It's so well done. Um, I bet in like 10 years, they'll be like, look at this. Look at these visuals. I don't want to hype it up a lot, but there were, I mean, and I, I'm pretty critical of movies and, and things like this. Because you go back and I like B movies and stuff. But if you go back even to stuff that was triple a or whatever big blockbusters some of the cg stuff was like man that creature that monster that person is just so shiny you can tell that's just a a computer generated whatever but there were parts of this where i was like staring at the young will smith and i wasn't even listening to what they were saying that i had to like rewind and listen to the conversations (laughs) again because i was just like i can't believe like i think that that is really him man look at those you know, <laughs> have you reached back in time and pulled yeah. young Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I bet that's what's going to come out eventually. That uh, the production studio found a time machine. They actually went back and said, "Will, come along. Let's do this." <laughs> I would be surprised if, knowing our the dumb human race, like we discover time travel, but we use it for movies. Nothing good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we need some we need some good period pieces. Let's go back in time, guys. Let's film like eighteen yeah. hundreds London. <laughs> Yeah, um, have you seen that Gemini Man? No, but you've hyped me up because I I saw it and I think I have access to see it and I've never been like eh, I really want to see it. Um, what did I watch? I watched it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's on okay. There. Yeah, yeah, because I was just like oh, I'm kind of interested, um, but not enough to sit down and really watch it. Um, the story, especially, more, but the visuals are what sold it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, especially if, because if, yeah, go ahead. Oh, so I was just going to say, if if you just enjoy a fun action movie, that's kind of what, it's not going to change your life or anything other than the visuals, solid. but yeah, it's solid. it's just a solid action movie. So yeah, just crack, turn it on and strap in. Yeah, no, no. The the only the only thing that shied me away from it, because I was like, do I really want to see a movie where Will Smith fights Will Smith? But I mean, <laughs> you're selling me on it. And so I think I probably will. Very cool. Brilliant. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, we sold someone. Excellent. <laughs> You're doing a good job this week, Scotty. You're selling people. On things, so. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you want to go the extreme crazy Scotty route, watch Scott Pilgrim and then Live Free or Die Hard and then Gemini Man. <laughs> I could see Live Free or Die Hard a fourth time this year. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, please do. Something. Wow. Uh, okay. So I guess that will put our picks of the week to bed. And yeah, good stuff. Good, good very good picks. Uh, if anyone's in interested in them play them watch them um let us know let us know how it is for you um obviously everyone's going to hate sonic lost world but uh you know i think it's worth it just try don't don't worry about it guys it's fine um <laughs> we're all in lockdown we're all in this together don't worry anyway so yeah we'll put that to bed now we'll, we'll shut that door and let's move on to our feature discussion of the week so as always we're we mix it up each week we're bringing back another feature discussion which we had previously which is uh graham's guess the game game and um so essentially it's uh, a game where we each give each other uh oh we eat we've each picked a a, a game 
but we've hidden our choices from each other. Um, and then the chooser will give out 10 facts, uh, five hard and five easy. And after each fact is given, the guessers um, will then have a chance to guess the game. If they don't guess the game right, the the, get, the chooser will then read out one of the other facts and, and so on until those five hard and five easy guesses are given out. If no one's guessed the game at that point, you the two uh, guessers will get a chance to ask uh, yes or no questions. And if after five yes or no questions each, nothing's nothing's been uh the game hasn't been uh picked then the chooser gets the point i'm taking i'm just a really convoluted way of explaining it but hopefully everyone understands if you watched it previously you'll understand um so yeah and we we're keeping the scores going for each one of these we do so scotty is actually in the lead right now with two points after the first first game we had Woo-hoo. chris is in second place with one point and then joint last is Graham with zero and the all-star cast, which is Nick currently, uh, also zero points. So, yeah, each time we have a guest on and we play this this show, they will be part of the all-star cast. So, Nick, you it's all up to oh. you. Now's your chance to shine. You can boost up the score for the all-stars. You could actually get a perfect three on this game by guessing our two games and also not getting, guessing us guess your game. So you could get a three. You could be on the top of the leaderboard after one round. So I love the concept of being an all-star and I describe yeah. myself as an internet hermit. <laughs> <laughs> you can put it on your resume on your next job. Yeah. All-star hermits, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, so with this, we are going to keep be keeping track. Um, for audio listeners, it might seem like things are getting guessed a little quickly because we're going to get rid of the dead air. Just to, uh, This is kind of shopkeeping ahead of time here, letting you guys know what we're doing. Um, but I have, I'm going to have a timer set. I'm going to have a timer set. So when I say the clue, they're going to, I'm going to start the timer. It's 10 seconds for them to shout something. And okay. uh, Graham, what do you think about the phone a friend type thing where it's internet Google, where it's like a 10 second Ooh. Google search, search? My idea, my idea with that is if like these are just so out of left field, you have no idea. I will, for the timer, if you say I want to use my, my Google, um, reach out or whatever we want to call it the google grab i don't know i'll think of something fun maybe uh then i will start at a timer you get 10 seconds to google whatever you do and i will stop the timer and you can because that could actually if you know exactly what to look for you could definitely find an answer by googling yeah i guess so Uh, do you think that's gonna make it too easy though what do you think i think if well okay to preface this chris last time when we played we learned a lot of things about him that had we maybe <laughs> a friend we would know because we couldn't guess anything. He's like, oh, the Japanese name of this game is blah, 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 blah. And then we finally, whatever, it ends up being Yo Noid on the Nintendo Entertainment System. And then we also learn how big of a fan Chris was of Yo Noid, just the Noid in general. Because no joke, he grabs out of frame a Noid plushie. And he's like, guys, uh... that's Noid. And we're like, you. We didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for, for any listeners or audience who didn't see the last time we did this, I don't even know what the Noid is. It's not a thing over here no. in the UK. The game yeah. didn't come yeah. out over here. So yeah, I was so not going to get to this at all on any level. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, okay, we can do that. We can do the uh, the Google. So okay. hopefully this will be fun. Uh, thank you for being patient, listeners. But we honestly, this has been, for me, it was the most fun new thing that Graham's thrown at the podcast. So I'm glad we're oh, doing it again. Okay, this was something that tickled your fancy. Uh so i'll go first uh and if you guys want because i'm i've got my five and my five my five hard five okay. easy 
uh, yeah. some ideas behind that. So, um, so we'll go ahead and we'll start with my first clue. Number one, it has a fake ending. Oh, Graham. Oh, you both kind of went up at the same time. I'm going to go for Advent Rising. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, um, shoot, I was going to go for Silent Hill. Fine. Um, so that's fine. That could be each of your first guesses then. So my next, cr- yeah, my next clue is it predicted the future of the Terminator movies. Oh man, I realize as I say this out loud, this is a harder clue than I meant for it to be. <laughs> oh, that was the 10 seconds already. Do you guys each have a guess? No. no Terminator 3. No God, you don't want to... <laughs> Did you say Terminator 4? <laughs> well, it's supposed to be a game. I don't know if there that was is, a that Terminator. Is, there was, there was oh, a Terminator 3 game. I owned it on the Xbox original and it was terrible. It was one of the worst games I've ever bought. It's so bad. I don't know if Terminator 4 is a game. <laughs> Rise of the... I don't even remember what the fourth movie was called now. Um, third clue here. It was based off a comic book that was short-lived. Good. Oh, Graham, okay. yes. Um, the Watchmen? Is there a Watchmen game? Yeah, there is. There is. Oh, uh, it is not that. Oh, damn it. Okay. Nick, do you have a good uh, guess? Walking Dead. <laughs> That's just a long with comic, damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's a very general one. Um, this is clue, hard clue number four. Um, the first level is the Hoover Dam. Ooh. Oh. Okay, oh, uh, no. Graham, you bring it first. No, it's, the game I was just about to get is not correct. Damn it. I'll guess, I'll guess a different one. Time Splitters 2. Oh, okay. I don't remember how that game starts, but no, that's not oh, it. Uh, okay, no, I was going to guess 13. Oh, okay. I've not played that one either. I know I, That's one I need to play, but no, it's not that. Shoot. That was a weird, like, stylized, cel-shaded game, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I am thinking of the right one. Um, no, it is not that. So on this fifth clue, then, you're both going to use your search? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, clue number five. It has Chun-Li in it, but it is not a Street Fighter game. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, all right. You don't want even want to use your search? No, I don't even want to use it. Is it Cannon's part? No, that's a good guess, though. I didn't even Damn think it. about throwing oh, it. I, just, I just wasted that clue. I've wasted that guess. I? Okay. Damn it. Well, I'm going to... That's okay. Nick, do you want to use your search? Yeah. On your mark, get set, Google. So we've got fake ending, predicted the future of Terminator movies, based off a comic book, first level is the Hoover Dam, has Chun-Li in it, but it is not a Street Fighter game. And that's time. Shit! (laughs) (laughs) What? Got anything? Uh, No. (laughs) Because I started with including Chun-Li, and it's like Udon Comics, uh, Street Fighter the game, and I was like, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I see where you're going there. I... That's a good idea, though, Graham. Cannon Spike. I didn't even think about that. But you, I don't know. If, I know Cammy's in that. I don't know if Chun-Li I could. Is. I could be wrong if Chummy's in that or not. I've only played it once. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I just threw it out there. I just threw okay. it out there. So now we're going into the easy question or the easy clues. Okay. Um, let me reset that. Uh, easy clue number one. There are three characters to play as in it. Seven, eight, nine, um, ten. 
Yep. This is probably wrong, but that's it. Um, f final fight? Nope. Good guess. Nick, you got it. Uh, no. Castlevania 3. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Easy clue number two. Contra-style gameplay. That is time. Anybody got a guess? The Punisher. So it's not a Contra game if I said it's Contra-style gameplay. Or I yeah. could go and call it that too, but... Um, what'd you say, Nick? I said The Punisher. Punisher. No. I, I, I can't even think of... Okay, this next one might give it away. Give it away, give it away now. Um... This is the next easy clue. You play as dinosaurs. I realize now I picked too hard of a game. To <laughs> <laughs> it's not Chum Wait, is Chumdi actually a playable character or not? I take it no. Yeah, yes or no questions yet? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, maybe I, have to, I, I do not know. <laughs> no idea so far. Game at all right now? Dino D Day. Dino? What the hell is that? Uh, it's absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just guess throwing out game names now. It's a oh, World War II game with the uh, uh, dinosaurs. Okay. Um, I I want to say that's close, but I don't know because I don't know what that game is exactly. It's a first-person uh, shooter. So no. Then, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next clue is the next easy clue. Maybe I should have started with this one. I'm sorry for everything. It's a Sega Genesis or Mega Drive exclusive. Oh my god. Gotta look at my shell. Oh no. I definitely don't have it because I've no idea what it is. Okay, that's uh, fine. Oh, wait, <laughs> it's not. It's not a. Uh, this is massive guess. Uh, Primal Rage? Oh, good guess, but no. Damn it. I don't even know that's exclusive. What do you think it is, Nick? Tiny Toon Adventures. All those dinosaurs in the as and Tiny Toon Adventures. I cannot think. Okay. Final clue. And I feel bad, so if you guys want to use another Google search or Bing search, I will allow it. <laughs> I can um, use Ask Jeeves this time, I think. I, uh, oh, yeah. my lord. Um... <laughs> All right, final clue. They are mercenaries for hire, but not just mercenaries for hire. Oh. Yes? Is it Mercs? No. Damn it! <laughs> oh, damn it. Use your thing. He's giving us a second. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, All right. I'll, I'll restart the timer if you guys want to, oh. and I'll, I'll give you the 10 seconds to search it starting right now. So we've got fake ending, predicted the future of the Terminator movies, based off a comic book okay. for the Hoover Dam. Ooh, Nick's got something. What do you got, Nick? Dinosaurs for hire. He's got it. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know, but when I um, search Sega Genesis, I that... games, it comes up. <laughs> oh, God. Hell yeah. That's just Hell got, yeah. yeah, that's actually just coming um, from my search. It's a bit slower. Dinosaurs for hire. Okay. I realized after the fact... And if you want to boot me from this game forever, that's fine. This didn't release in the UK. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is... I've never even seen this comic book either. Oh my it god! Released, 
it released in Brazil and the U.S., but That's Brazil awesome. had a Mega Drive. They called it the Mega Drive, so I assumed that that meant it had a power release when I was looking at the box art and stuff, so I apologize. Wow. Um, yeah, so let me go back to some of my clues here, because there's no way you guys will get this, or, or there's no way these would have helped now, I realize, in retrospect, I mean. Um, so you can play as three different dinosaurs, a T-Rex, a Triceratops, and a Stegosaurus. It is Contra-style. Uh, it has a fake ending in that the game starts with this giant dinosaur crawling up the side of the Hoover Dam, and your dino enters from the right, kills him. He's like a big final boss type thing. And then this pterodactyl runs in and says, uh, oh, pterodactyl flies in after you defeat, defeat the boss and says, oh, the credits start rising. Like, the credits start rolling. And this is the start of the game. Yeah. And this pterodactyl flies in. He's like, whoa, slight problem with your Genesis Blast processing unit. Psych. Anyway, the real game starts here. Good luck. You'll need it. So it had a fake ending. <laughs> okay. The way it predicts the Terminator movies, each dino as you pick them, you have a kind of a short biography, like their favorite foods, their height, their personality, favorite movies. One of the favorite movies of one of the dinosaurs, it says Reese's profile. It says favorite movies are Terminator, Terminator 2, and Terminator 3, in parentheses, he's hoping, because it wasn't out oh, yet. Oh, okay. Oh. Asshole. And then another one where it says has Chun-Li in it, but not a Street Fighter game for my clue. Lorenzo the Triceratops, for his likes, it literally says likes Chun-Li video games, ex-mutant comic books. So somehow that got past licensing and shit. The game got, it's, it's made by, um, it's a first party Sega game through Sega Interactive. Wow. But somehow they had literally Chun Li is stated in. It's not like spelled differently or anything. Um, okay, based off That's of hilarious. So uh, it's a fun game. It's a difficult game, uh, but it's a run and gun like Contra. It's a cool co op game. Okay, Man. Amazon says five stars. There we go. Uh, if you're on Amazon, there is a great review of it involving some dude talking about him and his buddy Buzz playing it. Because okay. I thought about that yes. Um It's great. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. From now on, double check your games actually released in the regions that the people are in, please. Sorry. <laughs> oh dear. But Nick, you need to double check that for your game, please. I'm pretty sure my game. I don't need to. I don't. Okay, I don't good. need to. I know that it is. Okay. Qualified. <laughs> you. Yeah, it's a pass. All stars gets a point. Well done, Nick. Well done. You're on it. You're, you're doing it. Well done. Okay, Nick. Okay, so my first hint is uh, the mo most notable dev on this game is Chris Avalon. I don't even know who that is. So bad. What the hell is that? <laughs> Avalon. No, that's John Mayer. Right. Um, that's 10 seconds. Okay, I'm going to figure out a way to make it so that it's not making that noise. <laughs> that's uh, quite Any guesses? I don't even know yeah. who that person is. Okay. Uh, so I would uh, uh, pay day two. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Scotty. Is that correct? Or... No, no. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, from, from the Sega Addicts podcast, that was the game. When we used to talk about our, our week in gaming, almost every week I was talking about Payday 2 because it was it was the one game that me and my friends all played together, so it was the one that I would consistently play. Okay. And so Scotty got sick to death of hearing about Payday 2. I wasn't sick of it, but I was just like, we uh, may ask Nick what part of Payday 2 he played rather than what game. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um, 
this game was released on. Be great. Oh. You do want to? I, I, I don't even know who this person is. I can't even. I'll, gotcha. I'll, yeah, no idea. No idea. I'm googling on my chance then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this game uh, runs on the Odyssey engine. Fucking what? <laughs> of course it does. I yeah, I know this game. By yeah. Odyssey? Do you mean Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Are we allowed to even ask that? Uh, we have the yes/no questions, don't we? That's uh, what we do. Uh, we have yeah, to ask those yes/no so, questions. Oh, I'm gonna jot a note down for myself. I'm gonna jot down the clues for myself. Engine some. I know what engine some things run on, but not all games. Um, yeah. Do you have a guess? Um, no, I, I, I'm not very good at engines. I know like the, the Naomi boards and stuff, or like Sega stuff. I don't know. <laughs> uh, is it Fallout? So I can't remember the name of the one that was Fallout New Vegas. No. Um, I'm gonna do a twofer here. Twofer. Yeah, uh, this game released on the Xbox and all Microsoft platforms on December sixth uh, of two thousand four. Ooh, okay. The date will help me a little bit, maybe. Okay. I have a guess. Okay. Okay. Is it Crisis? It is not Crisis. I. Uh, I'm gonna look at my Xbox games. What's uh, what have we got there? I've oh, got. Jesus, I can't, I can't even see where my Xbox games are. I've got Xbox 360. I don't know. I have no, I have no idea on this one. Yeah, answer, so. no <laughs> Next clue. Like Scotty's game, uh, this game is based on a comic book as a part of a larger franchise. Guesses. Uh, Battle Engine Aquila. What? <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's an Xbox game on my shelf. Battle Engine Aquila. It's a brilliant game, by the way. You should play this. It's so good. I don't even know. That looks what like in the hell. It's like it's like a mech game, and it's freaking amazing. It's like such a cool mech game. Okay, I mean, you sold me mech game. Love it. Describe the box art. Um, yeah, it's a mech that can turn into like a, a a plane thing as well. So it's it's really it's really awesome. I love it. Um, I like, don't uh, know. No, was on the cover. That it looked like the penis of a alien mech. What? It um, did right. <laughs> what? About- <laughs> Oh, I forgot. I just forgot. What was the last clue you just gave? I already Based forgot it. Based loosely on a comic book as a part of a larger franchise. Oh. Comic. Serious Sam 2? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's not. Uh, last hard clue. Uh, this game is included in the book 1001 Video Games You Must Play Before You Die. I have that book somewhere. I love it. <laughs> Quickly, <laughs> let's, let's do all 1001. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we have a few minutes to, to do that? <laughs> uh, that is. If, if you want to do that in lieu of a Google search, you can. <laughs> I don't even know where my book is. It's somewhere. <laughs> so, so I'll give you guys the opportunity. I'll reread all of my clues. Okay. Okay. Uh, the most notable dev on this game is Chris Avalon. Uh, it runs on the Odyssey engine. Released on the Xbox and all Microsoft platforms on December 6th of 2004. I don't know why I wrote December 12th. I don't know what was wrong with me. That's my birthday! Way. Oh! So thank you. Happy, you yeah, happy early birthday. <laughs> Thanks. You, you look good for 16, I gotta say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, is that? Okay, no, it, carry on. <laughs> it's 16 years ago. 
It was based loosely on a comic book as a part of a larger franchise. And it is included in the book 1001 Games to Play Before You Die. Yeah, for the card please, I've got no freaking idea. Yeah, I'm well, ready you, to search, though. Yeah, you have your Google search. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys get on the keyboard, open a tab, let me know when you're ready to do that. Uh, yep. Yep. Alright, and... go. Oh! Uh, yeah, okay, I've got a guess. I've got a guess. Okay, I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let the timer run. Okay. Stop. Stop. I got it, too. Okay, what do you got? Right. First. Is it, is it Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2? It is. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see, uh, giving the exact date, I think, probably fucked me. I, I don't know if I should do that. I, I actually just put in Chris Avalone 2004 game, and that's the first thing yeah. that came up for me. Uh, I, yeah. It took too long with my search. I put in Chris Avalon Xbox 2004, and the first thing that I saw was Neverwinter Nights. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, was that based on a comic so, book, though? Star Wars? Knights of the Old Republic is a comic book franchise as a part of the Star Wars Expanded Universe. Uh, I did not know uh, that. Yeah, the original Knights of the Old Republic were like pre-technology, like early technology. The game popularized the modern iteration of Knights of the Old Republic, which is just um, the way thousands of years ago before the movies. Um, mm-hmm. Still mostly the same technology. Um, it, it, the reason I said New Vegas is a good guess is because the game is developed by Obsidian Entertainment, who developed Fallout New uh, Vegas. Interesting. Wow, okay. So, okay. Solid. That's, that's good. One of my well, favorite. More importantly, I got a point. Yes, I'm on yeah, the scoreboard. Yeah, you're on the board. That's good. Yeah, I'm curious what the easy clues were. Uh, oh, yeah, the good, easy clues. Yeah, sure. Uh, single player RPG made by Obsidian Entertainment. I would have uh, got it. Yeah, yeah. I might have guess. <laughs> I might have just guess the first one though, not number two. Cause yeah. I don't know why. I'd have had that in my head, but yeah. Uh, features mini games like Pazak and Swoop Racing. Um, characters Dash. include Atten Rand, Visas Mar, and Kreia. Its most popular character is HK forty seven, and the the easiest clue is uh that the game is a part of the Star Wars universe. Okay, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, that's uh, yeah. that a good one. I like that. That was really good. Perfect. Okay. So, okay, I'll get my timer ready. Are you guys uh, ready for my my round? Do yes, it. Indeed. Cool. Okay, so first clue number one. Hard clue. Um, it was originally released in 1999 in the arcade. Oh, for God's sake. Um... <laughs> I'm making mine harder this week because last week you got after two guesses, so screw you. I, I have a guess. What's your guess? Is it Out Trigger? It is not Out Trigger. Um, ah, I stop. would, I would guess that X Men arcade game, the four player. I don't remember what it's called. No. You are Damn. Wrong. I should, I should write these down actually. X Men and Out Trigger. Okay, next clue. It received a console port in the year 2000. I got it. Okay. Scotty. Power Stone? No, it is not Power Stone. <laughs> I couldn't read your expression for a minute, and I thought you were just about to get really mad. <laughs> oh. Wait, me or 
Graham, I, uh, just, just, there was, he's like very flat, and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just bit the table. God damn it, Scotty! <laughs> Last time, <we> just... <laughs> Okay, Nick, have you got a guess? Um, shit, I got distracted. Uh, you said console port 2000, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. No. Right. Okay, right. Okay, next clue. It had a re-release in 2008. Do you have music playing with your timer or something? You're like dancing. No, <laughs> I'm just dancing to it. Excitable. That is time up, gentlemen. Okay. Uh, I, I have no idea, so Nick, you go first if you got one. Uh, time Crisis 3? No, or you're time crisis? Damn. Ooh. Mm, no, that was. I'll, I'll, I'll guess anyway. House of the Dead too. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it. Yeah. Okay. Card clue number four. To help. Okay, this is a bit of a long one for me to write. Um, to help promote the re-release, the 2008 re-release, an online flash mini game was created, and at the end of the flash game, players were treated to a video trailer showing the console re-release. Oh no, what time? What's my time gone? Ah! Wait, a mobile Sorry. game was released in 08? As a, a flash, oh. okay, a, a sort of a flash browser game. I'll start a timer again. Like a, you know, a flash game on browsers. Yeah. They should play on the internet, sir. Thanks. They use the keyboard and mouse to play the game on the line. And that is time up. You know what a keyboard and mouse is, right, Scotty? I think so. Uh, there's a lot of notes that come out of it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Not, not the musical keyboard that you might play the synthesizer music no. on, sir. No. I'm not. Wait, did you think I was serious? <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was kind of. Don't worry, it's fine. Uh, flash game with it. What the hell would have been? Uh, any guesses? Uh, twisted metal. Twisted metal. No. But I'm pretty sure that was a console game, not a arcade Arcade release. Um, are you Hydro Thunder? Hydro Thunder! You're incorrect. I'm sorry. No. I thought you were going to just like Hurricane as a remake of it. Uh, That's a good job, though. There wasn't a Flash game that just had the Windows Phone game. Which is amazing. Anyway, carry on. Um, It genuinely was. But, uh, okay. Next clue. Hard hard clue. Number five. Which I think this could just give it all away for everybody. It was directed by Shun Nakamura. And that is time, gentlemen. That's ten seconds. Have you got a clue? Have you got a guess? Or would you like to do your Google Bing I would like to do Yahoo Google search? Bing search. Oh, oh, let me get my tab ready. I feel, I feel like you're going to get it instantly with this. Okay, so I do a countdown timer? Go. Does what? Anyone... I have no fucking clue. Go no, ahead. Choo Rocket? It is not Choo Choo Rocket. I think I think I messed up the search of it. Okay, well now we're on to the easy clues. This is exciting. Let's do this. I I didn't even guess. Let me guess. You said you had no idea. (laughs) What's your guess? What's your guess then? (laughs) Fine. What's your guess? Uh, Was he the director of the 08 version or the original? I don't think that matters. I don't know actually. I'll double check this for you. None of these are arcade games. Fuck me. Okay. Um, Sonic Riders. Sonic Riders, oh my god. 
You said it wrong. That was yeah, in 99, yeah. man. No, it wasn't, but it had an arcade release, I think. Maybe oh, it did. Wow. It, it started in arcades. Ugh. I have okay. no idea. Okay, well, yeah, you had to guess with Sonic Riders, so, yeah. Good. Um, right, so, easy question, easy clue number one. We, okay, just get my timer out. My phone keeps locking, it's really annoying, sorry. Um, the, ori- the original console release reco- required a special peripheral, the 2008 re release did not. Is it Res? Is that your guess? I'll let oh, you count down time to go. Um, I got excited. <laughs> it is not Res, Scotty. It is not yeah. Res. Um, Interesting shout. Excite, excite oh. bike. I'm just throwing away my guess. Sorry, w- w- the reason I reacted so <laughs> so harshly is because when you said Res, I heard Fez. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, Res had a vibrate thing. Uh, I did for yeah. It was it wasn't required, but it did also get re-released though, sort of. Yeah, uh, but... but it was definitely never an arcade game. I don't think. I don't know. Okay, and was was Excite Bike your actual guess there, Nick? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll away. take your first guess, whatever it is. Okay, yeah. number two, easy clue number two. One of the main songs in the game is a famous song by the German band Berlini. And That's an easy clue. If you if you know the band Berlini and pop music, you may actually know this. <laughs> I was asleep that year. Okay, that is time up. Actually, I'm afraid. <laughs> I, I, I told yeah, you to make it as harder than last time because you made it, it's too easy. Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> Is it going to be Samba de Amigo? Oh my god! You got it right! Ah, That's genuinely right, yeah. Nice. (laughs) Scotty got a point! I used my fucking Google search and I just scrolled down to references and for some reason Samba de Amigo was in here, but it wasn't... It's not even on his list of production history. What the fuck? Oh, it should be. Yeah, well, he has a pile of crap. So, in my Wikipedia it says, Director, Shin Nakamura. Oh, Shin? Like S-H-I-N? Because I did S-H-U-N. S- yeah, S-H-U-N. Shin Naka- Naka- Nakamura. I don't know. Fuck Wikipedia, I guess. Okay. Yeah. But um, there you go. Yeah. And my other clues were the uh, title character appears in the Sonic All-Stars racing games. Uh, mm. The title character wears a hat. <laughs> and a standout feature of the game is its use of Latin music and pop songs. That would have, yeah, that would have given it away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, I, knew okay. we, I knew had the yet or no questions at the end, so I didn't want to make him too too easy. But uh, yeah, we go. Production history: he had he did the Dreamcast one, and then it's not mentioned as the um, the re-release is not mentioned on here. It looks like on his like ah uh, uh, okay. So that's so why. I I look, yeah, I looked up Bellini, and they've released their first single, "Samba de Janeiro." Yeah, that, so that's the so that's title where... song for the game. It got, that's the song. Uh-huh. Samba, did you know? Dun, dun, dun. I can't. I can't do the song. We, yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you when you play the the game, that's that's like the main song that's really in it. Like, which hard clue or easy clue was that? Which one was that? Number three or something? 
What the oh yeah, the Bellini one was number two for the easy clues. I mean, like, which one did I get it on? Which clue? You got it on the Bellini one, didn't you? No. No, I don't think I so. Yeah, it was because I didn't. I didn't do the All Stars Racing question, and that's the next question. Oh, so that was easy question number three, is what I'm saying. You got it on easy question number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll take it, regardless. Oh boy, that was a good one. That was a reasonable hey, one. There we go. Yeah. So for those playing at home, did you get them? Did you get them quicker than us as well? And or were they just ridiculously hard and you now screaming at screaming at us for all this stuff? Um, but Dinosaurs I enjoyed it. Higher. Dinosaurs <laughs> higher. The class wow. that everyone. Yeah. I think every every time we do this, either you or Chris or the All Star person is going to do a game that's not being released in the UK, and I'm never going to get it. So, <laughs> like, something I have no reference to in my life. I'm like, what? Yeah, we'll do better research next time in yeah. regards to that. So, something based off a comic book or an advert. It's only in America that's going to be the thing. Yeah. Just going, God damn it! It's based off that great American restaurant. Um, I guess <laughs> I, in my head, I was like this is a game that Graham would play. I could see him playing this. So that just bypassed every other piece of art in my head. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'd probably love it. I'd probably also love that Yo Noid game as well. But my God, yeah, no idea. Nobody actually that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Sounds like Chris did. But anyway, um, brilliant. So that does it for that feature and also does it for the rest of the show. Scotty, do we have any uh, announcements or anything to, to give out? We could make an announcement of who actually won the Dreamcast during the marathon because we, uh, due to logistics and other stuff, we didn't figure that out at the time of finishing the show, marathon, whatever. Um, but this year it was Pirovash 88, so Ooh, we will be contacting well them and letting them know Ooh. they won a Dreamcast console and a copy of Pen Pen Triisalon and Sega Bass Fishing. Solid games. Um, and runner-up was Caesar. He actually won the Dreamcast last year, but uh, he is also that just both of them are insane for sticking with us that long. Insanely awesome, I should say, for oh, yeah. chatting. Uh, it, it we we had to combine more so the active in the chat the most because someone can definitely just turn on the stream and leave it running and walk away from their computer. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so Pure Bash, congratulations! You won a Dreamcast, and it's gonna be getting to you. We'll let you know. We'll contact you and everything. And I'll announce this elsewhere because we don't want to assume just everybody listens to the podcast and nothing else. So Yeah, that's good. No, brilliant. And uh, Nick, uh, do you have any, do you want to do any shout outs? Have you got any projects ongoing at the moment, like podcasts and stuff that you're doing or anything like that that you want to talk about? Uh, I have some things. I think I'm going to be overhauling my Twitter and my whole social media um, pretty soon here. Uh, And I would just say if you know, so some of the folks who've listened listen to the old Sega Addicts podcast. I'm still alive, not dead yet. Um, and if you are curious about what I'm up to, um, you can follow me on Twitter at the Nick Flair, on Instagram at the Nick Flair, and I have a personal blog um, that I update when I remember to, so not very often. Uh, Stories with Nick uh, dot blog. So, okay, brilliant. Fantastic. Check those out. Yeah. And thanks everybody for watching or listening and sticking with us. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, as always, give us feedback. Let us know what's going on. And uh, yeah. yeah, cheers. Just yeah. be excellent to each other. Yeah. Don't Absolutely. forget, you can also still donate to Extra Life if you want to. Perfect. Oh, yeah. 
That was good. So you beautiful. Are you haunted? Were you haunting us? Yeah, it's October. <laughs> of course, Ooh. I should have said that. Actually, it's October. Oh. <laughs> That's so good. Uh.